Hello, everybody. Welcome into the Bits and Pieces <laughs> Gaming Podcast. Uh, we are back with another episode, episode 76. Um, yeah, and I'm going to be joined by the free show. Hello. And the cat in the hat is Bacon Sarney. And Kate is back joining us, becoming a, a new member of the team. Yes. We've, we've, we've just added Kate to our team. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this is, uh, as I said, the, the uh, Bits and Pieces gaming podcast. And the, we try to get together as often as we can to do these things. Um, as always, for anyone who doesn't know, we um, well, we basically talk about gaming stuff. Uh, it's gaming news, gaming things that we've been playing uh, recently, or maybe even from the past. I'm sure you're familiar with the format, but uh, it's always nice to refresh people's memories as to what we actually do here on the podcast. So, as always, we'd like to start off with things that we've played most recently. I think we've got, me and Freddy have definitely got a couple of games that we're going to talk about. Yeah. And we'll find out what Bacon's been up to and why he's been on a high heinous, because that's now um, our <laughs> thing for, that's our word for what we do now. In fact, you can actually get the high heinous uh, t-shirts. They're actually available in my uh, merch <laughs> store. <laughs> merch plug. And we'll find out what Kate's also been up to as well since the last time we spoke to her. And then later we'll do some news, and if we have, I'm not sure we, we have, because I don't think it's been, been planned or rehearsed in this, uh, maybe we'll do a joke of the week, and then we'll actually end. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll go for a couple of hours, and then, yeah, we should be ending. Anyway, let's get going then. So yeah, first of all, let's just uh, welcome everybody in, because it's been a while since we've spoken. So uh, let's start with, um, obviously... Uh, uh, Kate, I'm gonna start with start with ladies first. How are you doing, Kate? Welcome back into the show. Thank you very much Thanks. for joining us again. And uh, like I said we've now added you to our little group. So how are you doing? I'm not bad, thank you. Yeah, good, good. good. Keeping anyway, busy. Keeping busy. Well, we'll get we'll um, get into that in a little second. Let's find out what games you've been up to. And obviously, uh, Bacon again is a. Uh, been on, as like I said, he was on a high hiatus. He's been away for some time, and um, yeah, welcome back, uh, Bacon. Thank I mean, in fact, much. we well, I'm sorry, I, it, it, sort of talking over you, but it's actually the last episode we did. It was me, you, and Kate talking. So, if it, effectively, it was, yes. effectively, it's actually uh, Freddie has been been away the longest as far as the podcast has been uh, is concerned. So, yeah, um, but yeah, how how you doing, Bacon? Yeah, you good? I'm good, good, all good. sunshine and rainbows, mate. Excellent, excellent, and of course, uh, the one and only, the the rant master himself, the Freddy Show. How you doing, Freddy? Yeah, I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. I'm all good. I'm good, all good, good. Nice, good. Back. Back nice to be back, yeah. back again. Freddy's back. <laughs> Tell our friends. <laughs> right, run away, run away, <laughs> run away. Um, yeah, so as I said, we we always start the show with some of our um, highlights, spotlights, whatever you know, games that we're just sort of like looking into, and uh, yeah, I know I've got um, 
Well, I've got a, a, a game that I want to talk about. Um, I had kind of spoke about it briefly as a sort of a uh, highlight. Um, a game that uh, well, I'd mentioned a little while back. Uh, and Alfredo, you said you've got, I think you've got a game that you want to talk about as well. Yes, yes. Um, Was I think, Lies of P. Lies of P. Yes, I, yeah. I should have mentioned actually. My one was Station to Station. It's actually um, quite a fun little um, little indie it is, game. It's a fun game. Uh, so yeah, do you want to kick off with this one or as a? Yeah, because I ain't got. I, it's not going to be a long one. Short, sweet one. Sorry. Um, oh. But yeah, so Lies of yeah. P uh, came out uh, a little while ago, um, a couple of weeks ago now, I think, or a week ago, what the release date was. Um, but yeah, it's. Um, it's on Game Pass, which is always a win. And I think it's 50 quid to buy uh, for all the platforms apart from Switch. And it's a Souls-like game in the style of Bloodborne with a, a dark Pinocchio theme uh, running throughout as you play Pinocchio and you have to find Geppetto. And it's a very unique take on the whole lore um, side of the side of that. Um, I mean, is it a rhyme or a story? I'm not sure, but it's, it's, um, it's very good. And it's uh, the combat is kind of it's pretty much the same as Elden Ring. Like you, you run around big sword, whatever weapon you choose. Uh, you fight loads of robots. And it's, it's like a steampunk esque sort of thing, but crossed with Bloodborne. So it's like weirdly dark and steampunky at the same time. You fight giant clown robots. Um, there's a free demo to, to download and try out as well with the first uh, sort of hour and a half of the game. And uh, basically, you, you you are a puppet. Uh, slash human, you're like a hybrid, and you have to reclaim your humanity or your soul by defeating all the uh, enemies in front of you uh, and find Geppetto and find out why the bloody hell he's left you in the lurch and said, oh, you know what, I've had enough of this, I'm going to go to the pub. Uh, it's basically what's, what's happened, you just don't know what pub he's gone to. So uh, you've got to look around and, and, and fight your way through all sorts of um, contraptions. Um, the blocks is a block parry system, it's a dodge system, it's the usual fare. For um for this sort of game, um thankfully it's not as hard as Dark Souls um or Elden Ring. It's quite easy in comparison um to those games. It even has an easier mode which reduces the damage you take by forty percent, increases your damage by forty percent. Um, it sort of gives you like a, a nice little easy ease into the the game. And once you've gone through it once, you can then up the difficulty and unlock more gear. And you know there's gear bases, loads of stuff to find. There's there's hidden hidden areas, hidden chests. Stuff drops loot. Um, there's you know the usual strength, dexterity, um, strength, stamina. It's all diff- it's all worded differently. Uh, we, I, I can't remember the top made, but it's like I looked at it and I thought I think it's one of them is like void or something. What's void? Oh, strength. Oh, okay. Um, so it's, it's a bit of a weirdly weirdly. So I'm trying to be unique, you know, trying to shake up the uh, you know if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Just don't confuse me. Let me have my strength, dexterity. Intellect stats, please. I don't need I don't need reworded gobbledygook to make it more even more confusing for me to figure out what to put on my gear. Um, but yeah, there's a there's a gear system. It all upgrades. You know, there's, it gives you the stats and there's those are percentages. If you're like, you're a nerd, you're a nerd and like all your numbers, oh, I can't stand all that. So, so what the, what's the biggest number? Right, pick that one. <laughs> don't even look at the stats. Just that will do. Um, and then that's why I die. Um, but yeah, so it's it's a great game. It's really fun to play. Um, one of the one of the easiest access of um, Elder well, sort of Elder Ring s games to play. Um, if you haven't played anything of this type before and you're looking to get into a Souls like, then Lies of P is a fantastic entry 
um, to that uh, saga of games. Um, there is a massive jump, however, between that and Dark Souls. So be warned if you if you like Lies of P. And I want to play more Lies of P. You're more likely better off going to Devil May Cry Five, um, and then progressing over to uh, say Dark Souls Three, which is the easiest one out of the out of the Dark Souls games. And then Elden Ring. Uh, you know, you know that's my advice. But the game's great. Um, it's a solid and easy uh, eight out of ten. The only thing that lets it down for me is a few bugs. There's a few cumbersome. Um, things with the controller doesn't respond sometimes where you hit block and it doesn't parry um, and you, know, you press dodge and it doesn't respond and the character just sort of just goes the wrong way. It might be just making them crap. But if it's, you know, it's, sometimes it feels like it's not responding. Could be my controller, you know. Um, but anyway, Lies of P is a fantastic game overall. Um, there's a few niggly things with the, some menu hopping and uh, some of the stats are a little bit confusing. Um, but there's plenty of guides out there. Just, you know, watch it on YouTube. There's, there's loads and loads of guides that make it uh, doddle to wade through all the jargon, so to speak. It's a fantastic game. Like I said, on Game Pass. Um, yeah, have, have a go. They're already working on DLC for it. That's how my how successful it's been. They're already they're already launched. They're already making DLC for it. So I'm looking forward to the completing the games. I haven't completed the game yet. I'm about seven hours in. Um, so yeah, I've had a, a good chunk of time in it. And I think it's about 12 to 15 hours to complete. So it's not overly long. Uh, I think a lot of games tend to be, we like to be over a thousand hours and looking at Starfield. Um, uh, I don't really, I don't really appreciate games that are that long anymore. Uh, I like, I like, I like quickies. And then playing the video game. No, I was like the video game. And uh, yeah, I like quite quick, like quick games now. Cause I, who has time for 60, 70, 90 hour games anymore these days. There's so many games to play. You know, there's such a massive, List of my backlog of video games grows every month because it's just I want to play that I want to play that oh look that's good I'll buy that I'll buy that I'll buy that and then, then everything you want to play goes further further down the list and you realise you're still on the first like three games you bought like eight months ago <laughs> so you know or even years ago even um, so yeah it's it's a great game and uh, highly recommend you check it out and uh, yeah that's Lies of P by Neowitz on Game Pass Steam PlayStation Five and Xbox Series X. Yeah, um, I just thought I'd quickly mention, I looked at this and I, I thought, I don't know whether, I think this is one of those games that came out at the same time as the game that I'm about to talk about, um, Station to Station, like it come about on that, um, the next fest Steam thing and, you know, all those big, you know, during that, throughout the whole summer, there's always those um, gaming conventions that were happening. And this was like, one of the, again, one of those demos that was released. I was like, this looks good, but do I want to get, do I want to get it because of the difficulties that it's associated with? Like the, you know, like you said, like the Elden Ring sort of uh, games. And I tried it. I was like, actually, it's not too bad. <laughs> it's a little bit more forgiving, I feel, yeah. um, as you was yeah. mentioning. It was, yeah. It's so more to action than it but is. But I... Again, this is one of that. That's what <laughs> I'm like, what you were saying about there's far too many games to play. And it's like, it is having time to do that i think i i think we'll with those sort of souls like games i feel personally i need to have time to play them and yeah. recently um um i have not been fortunate enough to be able to have afforded um such games when it cut, first got released yeah. so again this is like this to me it's like what it's like Baldur's gate you know i've recently just got into that um Baldur's gate actually and i know i know i'm sort of like a little bit behind everybody else on in that regards, and it's this, this is no no one knows uh, same games. But then you know, just like I said, I've just recently just got myself uh, a little bit more fancy support um, 
supported like in in terms of like actually now been employed <laughs> since we last lasted one of these podcasts and there was the last I'm able to you know at last I'm able to get into a position where I can actually start again my um I say my collection of games is like there's games that I've got on my Steam <laughs> and I think I'll mention it every time that like, like like as you again it is just referring back to what you were saying about having like a long list of games that you're just never going to complete are you um yeah. but yeah again with I think we're, like, we're just picking off on picking up on the fact that it's a little bit more le- um, easier to play, I think to to get than yeah, some of the other definitely, games. Definitely but um, yeah, it does look good, and I, I do like uh, the look of it. Uh, but as a yet, yeah, I haven't got it, and I don't, I'll I'll give it a little while before I probably will get it. But I will. This is definitely one of those I think once now I've well now I'm in a position to get get it. Um, you know. I mean, it's not exactly expensive, but it's not. It was never cheap when it first came out. It's like you know, same same with uh, Baldur's Gate for it as well. That was like fifty fifty pound game. Doesn't matter where you looked for it as well. It was always the same price. I was like, oh well, um, yeah. So I will get, I will uh, get there, and um, I will get on it at some point. But I'm I'm taking my time going through all the games I've got. But uh, yeah, I like I like the aesthetics to this as well. It's it is very sort of dark and. Uh, it's grim. Uh, it's got that sort of grim. They're oily, and everyone gets covered in oil. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen a lot of streamers oily. play this, and uh, yeah, it has sort of my fancied has been tickled a little bit on it. <laughs> what, what, we're getting oiled up. Yes, I look getting a bit oily. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, uh, it, it does look good. It does look good. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if anyone else wants to add, but yeah. Just, just, just to add, I missed, I missed something. Just to add that uh, it is going to be on Game Pass for the next two years. Ooh, so, so it is. You know, so it's actually yeah, worth actually. Yeah, it's worth downloading on Game Pass if you have yeah, time. Yeah. If you don't have time, put it on your list and download it when play it at some point. Like yeah. I said, it's not an overly long game. Fairly straightforward, but yeah, highly recommend you at least play it. You how many, how many hours did you put into? Have you gone through it all now? I'm, I'm, I'm about halfway through it. Right. I'm about seven hours in. But okay. I'm kind of like ignoring the side quests. If you do the side quest content and stuff, and take your time looking exploring, you look at twenty twenty five hours. It's, it's quite it's not you know it's, it's, too it's not too bad. Yeah, it's not too um, bad. But you know, there's there's a lot of content there if you want to go after it and if you want to speed run it. I'm sure there's a record of like forty minutes. Something stupid. <laughs> I'm sure there will, will be speed runners yeah, that have. There will of... be yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, the... it's not a massive game. That's not um, Breath no. of the Wild, so to speak. Yeah, it's a game I'm never going to complete in a million years. Just don't even know why I bought it. <laughs> that's a different. That's a different podcast <laughs> altogether. That one. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's good. Definitely worth it. Definitely worth it. But this, that's yeah. definitely got um, speedrunners all all over it, though, isn't it? I oh, mean, yeah, yeah, Soul, yeah. Souls games usually do sort of do fairly well in in the um, speedrunners community. I think. Yeah. Yeah. The, the game's very. There's not a lot of bugs. It's very polished compared to a lot of new releases. I will, I, will, wow. I will point that out. So, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a feature these days, you know, <laughs> bug free. Content, no, because, <laughs> cause, because we are getting closer to the end of the year, like we're coming into, a, as we as of the recording of this, um, live recording of this uh, podcast, we're coming in, we're in October now. So has it got contention for like game of the year? No. No? No. But it, it could might, it could it get something like it I would imagine it get some. It might get some, it might get some mentions. Re- mentions, yeah. Artistic direction, soundtrack for one of them. Yeah. Um, maybe art style. It might win. 
So it um, might be worth looking out for. There's a lot of stiff competition this year for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a decent game of the year. I'm not talking the corporate game of the year because they just give them money and go, oh, the FIFA 24 is one again. Oh, great. <laughs> um, you know, it's, 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 it's any actual, an actual game of the year that takes everything into consideration. Yeah, they should win something at least. But um, we'll wait and see if Baldur's Gate doesn't run home with it, which it should do. Yeah. But, I, I reckon, yeah. I reckon that would do fairly well this year. But um, yeah, we look forward to Hopefully, we're going to be getting some more of these podcasts done. Like I said, we're spreading them out a little bit more than we usually used to do them. But um, yeah, I reckon towards the end of the year, when we're getting closer towards those um, big announcements of what game of the year is, we should have a show actually uh, put together for that. But anyway, that's in the future. <laughs> <laughs> let's, um, anyway, yeah, let's get on with the, uh, with I'm my the show. Let's get on with the show. Let's talk about uh, Station to Station then is the game that i um been playing. Now, I did, did, do a uh, brief um, spotlight or highlight of of Station to Station. Like I said, it came out um, during that whole Next Fest on Steam. You know, all, the, all of those demos that came out during those uh, summer blockbusters. You know, bl- um, that came out. Uh, the they they were pretty uh, pretty good. Good, good selection. There's some good selections there, and some. But the one that stood out for me, apart from Liza P, um, was Station to Station. I, I, I think we all pretty much agreed when we started watching the show reels that were going out at the time. And uh, yeah, I, it finally it's finally come out. Third of October it came out. It's on Steam. It's currently on sale. It's a, it's it's fourteen ninety nine, but it's currently on. It's ten percent off. It's thirteen forty nine. So it's it's. You know, it's a fairly small game. I've put in about I put five hours into this already. Um, I, I I played it most of it today, actually, as of the today's recording. It's like um, it's a station station. So it's a minimalist and relaxing game about uh, building and railway constructions. It is it ha- it does have like a lot little bit of a uh, you know resource management uh, added to it, but it's uh it's it's a good fun little game. It's a good chill game. It's something that I could just, you could easily. I could have actually, if I'd streamed it today, it would have been. It was it is so related. So it's completely different from my normal sort of like. Obviously, I do a lot of. I am sort of dedicating my a lot of my time into like um, the ghost hunting games now, particularly Phasmo. But like, I am sort of branching out to other games as well, which are, um, you know, I can talk about those all night but let's talk about this for now <laughs> um so yeah station station is like i said it's kind of a um resource management type game but it's it's not over it's throwing it in your face that it's resource management because you can sort of complete levels without like each each uh each there's about i had oh, actually i can't remember how many locations there are there's, there's there's a few locations that you you get offered to you the first location you get is basically farmland um and so and that sets uh the tone for the game and it's like how how to play the games there's a bit of a tutorial in the first few levels so every 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 area has about five different levels and each um most of the levels have bonuses that you can do to earn more money now you can actually complete the level without doing those bonuses but it does give you that replayability if you go back into it so there's a star and there's a piggy bank as a thing so like the piggy bank will be try to complete the level with five hundred dollars um in total 
at the end of the round. And then there's a, a star will have more than a, um, something to aim towards, so an achievement, as, as you will. Um, so maybe there was one particular task it had it asked you didn't have to do it but if you did it um you get bonuses for it uh it is connect three st- uh, three resources in a shorter in in a minimum minimal uh, amount of money as you can so that was that's the sort of task that you so you get a task you get some you get these um piggy bags so you can save money uh, earn a bit of more, extra money so you're trying to aim for that little um uh achievements but again like i said you don't have to you can actually go to the next level just completing a certain amount i think the first few levels it'll ask you to build uh 10 or 12 buildings um and the way to do this is that you start off you need to connect uh say like i said for example you've got uh right at the start the first map that you go to is um a village like a you say so you've got like a farm farms that you need to connect so you if you got uh you if you need to, your town your village will need will acquire milk cheese and bread now to get milk cheese and bread obviously you've got a dairy farm and you've got a wheat field and you've got obviously uh so you've got windmills so you've got a scent you've got to build your track to so you you build your station, sorry, and you connect the, tr- uh, the 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 stations uh, obviously via tr- you know with train tracks, and you'll want to do so. Your wheat field, for example, you need to obviously connect it to the windmill that then makes bread, um, and then you've got your your dairy farm, which then goes to the cheese um, the cheese factory, so you can make your cheese, and then obviously the village acquires. Like three, those three uh, resources: milk, milk, cheese, and bread. And then once you've done, like, as an example of the first level, once you've done the first part, you'll then unlock more buildings, and then you just basically repeat that over and again. It's it sounds it's not actually as repetitive as it sounds. It is actually a lot more uh, fun because obviously it is resource management. It is trying to make um, use of what you've got in a minimum amount of distance between each station so you don't have to you know try not to spend so much money on tracks if in fact if you if you do spend too much money on the tracks you you'll get told um you've spent too much money so you can't you can't connect them so you might have to restart uh the that section and it's it's done in sort of it's done in small sections each each level is done in small sections so you don't have you know you don't have to start all the way from the beginning sometimes you might you might want to like i said if you want to aim for those higher achievements of trying to save money then yes you you probably would start again but um like i said ultimately you can just go through level to level with with just completing the basic um you know buildings complete 12 buildings complete 18 it goes up in obviously the more higher number of level the more difficulty it becomes it's not actually that difficult it's actually it's quite fun it's a sim um, categorized as a simulator puzzle um real cozy um the art style of this as well actually i must admit uh mentioned the art style of this is quite unique it's got the 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 palette color palette is very sort of uh pastel sort of colors it is very um 
uh, colourful. Although it starts off actually quite dull. So you, you when you do those connections, it brightens up. It you know you 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 know that you've completed that section when you've unlocked it. That certain that certain section on the map because of the um, because of the, uh, the the colors, it just becomes brighter. It's just really nice. It's a fun game to play. Like I said, I've already sort of spoken about it, so I'm not going to try and repeat too much of it. But uh, just a sort of reminder, really, of what it's about. And it is like literally such a simple game to play. It's, it's, it's a chill game. It's just a uh, very relaxing um, and just. Just beautiful colours. The the actual art style as well is very unique. It looks like it's got that sort of uh, paint by numbers sort of style with like you know there's different types of green. It's like Lego. Yeah, it's very sort of Lego Lego eight bit style. Eight bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly like that. So you've got you get basically a top down view, but it's all. Like you rotate the map, you can rotate it using either the keyboard or the mouse. I think you can actually add a controller to it as well. So I think it's controller friendly. Um, but you're you can you've got various ways of controlling the map. So you can turn the map sort of a 360. You can actually zoom in, and actually zooming in is actually such a so well detailed as well. Like when you normally like these like um, uh, these games, like if they've they don't normally when you zoom in it looks a bit crap but actually like the colors of it, it looks so well done um yeah it's just it looks it definitely looks like that sort of mine as if it's built in the minecraft world you know with that um yeah eight bit yeah it's just it, the, the design of it detailed <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah, it's yeah. just um but it's it's a great game it's um like i said it's uh for what it is it's, there's um there's a good few amount of maps there, and it's um, it's kept, like I said, I've been playing it. I played it for about five hours a day, and this is on top of. Uh, and I only bought it, I think, this morning. So you know, I spent five hours whilst in between, sort of like uh, actually doing some, doing some housework doing some washing I was like well I'm going to quickly pop back so yeah I think it was I don't think I've actually played it fully for five hours I think it's, I've just had it running on the piece so I think Steam has worked out that I've it looks like I've actually been doing it for five hours but yeah there you go there's a secret to his his game hours on his on his Steam he's, he's not actually played any of them for that amount yeah 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 that's why I actually yeah yeah so you see my <laughs> Phasmo when it, instead of yeah. instead of Phasmo being a thousand hours it's actually like four um, yeah, I just, I just, I keep hiding, but yeah, I'm hiding. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's like I said, it's. Uh, I don't want to go too, too much into it because I've already covered it. But like, I'm just sort of recapping on what it is. Um, but it's just a very chilled game. It's a very sort of like just take me away from that, the outside world. If you just want to sit down, relax, and you can, like I said, you can bet yourself if you've got a little uh, incentives to keep playing it. So you don't have to, you know, you can you can go on to the next level, or maybe go back to the the level that you just previously well, played. Star ranking system, and the star, star. Yes, it has a star ranking system, so it's um, and the card system. Yeah, there is cards as well. Oh yeah, thank you for reminding me. Yeah, there's, <laughs> later on you do get cards. Now the cards give you basically they're like buffs, like so you yeah. can actually have. Um, so where I was saying about connecting the stations, station to station, um, if it costs too much, 
you can actually have a card. It will actually um, say a uh, track reduction, like so it costs you you, you apply. Yeah, so you got half price track. You got yeah, you can have half price because it costs a lot to actually do bridges. Yeah. So to, yeah. sometimes it's bridges. worth not doing a bridge, but maybe making your tracks a little bit more snaky around the mountains because yeah, a lot of it's all like peaks and valleys. Um, as you're looking down on the yeah. map, it's the world itself is pretty much peaks and valleys of mountains and. Um, like I'm currently on the map I'm currently on at the moment. I've progressed from the first map of the the farm farm side. I'm now on a more of a desert sort of western style. That sort of um, western like where it's got yeah, where there's like a steel, coal, um, and iron ore. Um, where you now as your resources. So I don't know what the rest of them are, are on at the moment because i haven't got that far you know despite that five hours um uh gameplay it is it probably should have taken me less than that um actually to get to that point um i'm not sure exactly the full length of the game i don't know the full um uh information on how long the game is i can't imagine it being that big a game maybe um probably complete it within a few hours i'd imagine but again you know you've got that replayability if you want to make your game you know if you want to five star everything maybe you, you can do that i guess um yeah it's worth a little look it, there is i think there's a i'm not sure if there's still a demo they, there was a demo for it but that might be i'm not sure i can't see it on steam anymore but uh yeah no, I, I don't see it on steam but yeah if it becomes available like i said it's what 1349 i like these sort of games now and again it's worth just sort of like get away from like all that you know the horror sort of stuff that i play um it is yeah. worth jumping on it's just worth like little little you could actually easily play there's there are a lot of people saying this if you've got steam deck it's good to actually have as a little uh on the go kind of thing um is it on is it on is it on switch i don't do you know what i actually don't know if it's available on switch if on Switch, I'll buy it on Switch. Um, I, I, I could see this being... Um, I can see it being a, a, a available, I think, on, on multi-format. I'm not entirely sure. Um, I'll get back to you on that one. But it's uh, developed by Galaxy Groove and published by uh, Prims uh, Matika, Matika, I think it's called. I think that's what, how you pronounce that. Yeah. Uh, it does have a very positive... Sorry, it's gonna, sorry, sorry, Steve. It is going to be coming to who consoles? Yes, it is. Yeah, and the Switch and the, and the Switch in the future. So it's yeah. at the moment it is only available on Steam. Yeah, yeah. yeah but so yeah, if you've got your Steam Deck and you want to just chill, you know, like, you maybe you want to chill out on the on the sofa. I mean, I you know, uh, if you're into that sort of game, if you're into that sort of like those sort of games, then yeah, I definitely recommend it. Um, always nice to have a game you can know you can relax in yeah there's there's no stress there you just you're literally trying to better yourself um i i I think once you've completed everything i'm not sure if they're going to introduce it could easily have dlc in the future i mean i know there are dlc at the moment but i think that's more aimed at sort of um there is like just soundtrack i think i just Actually, the soundtrack's not too bad. I mean, you gotta have you gotta have a fairly good soundtrack to keep your interest. Otherwise, 
you know if yeah. if if the if the music becomes too repetitive that's then that's when you start you know I, I think or if you well like me if you're playing it on the um, PC I'll just put on Spotify but you know <laughs> yeah, put on playlist yeah put on something put it put yeah. on playlist but yeah usually these games do actually have a fairly decent soundtrack sort of that definitely fits the mood of the game obviously yeah. but um yeah. Uh, but yeah, put Slipknot on. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would that would actually be uh, that would actually be quite good, wouldn't it? <laughs> Jamming out a bit of Slipknot. Yeah. If it's a train game, you've got to go with Electric Callboy. <laughs> yes. Actually, not bad shout. <laughs> or Cold Chamber. Oh, hey, even better. <laughs> or just as good. <laughs> I I do yeah I like I say I, I I like this it's it's a good little fun game it's just a little chill. Um, I I found myself going back to a couple of them going I you know what I could do it better. There was one particular star thing it asked me to do is to connect three resources. Um, in but you we're only using seventy dollars of track. It's like that doesn't seem possible, but actually, turns out I I managed to do it. I was like, hey, I'm patting my back. It's like, yeah, little achievement. Yeah. <laughs> Big brain time. Big brain, yeah, I managed to do it. it is, there's a sli- there is obviously some elements of a puzzle, puzzle there. Element. Yeah. Light puzzle element. It's, but it's very light. Uh, again, it's yeah. like the resource management is very light. It's not too heavy on that resource management. Very casual. Casual. Very it is. casual. It's it is a fast, like... very casual game. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Video games. But uh, I like casual games. Yes. And eventually, you do actually uh, uh, escort passengers around as well. You can actually like, have passengers, and yeah, you. There was another achievement, and I won't. Uh, well, yeah, can you, can you do what you did in um, Rollercoaster Tycoon and just build a track to nowhere and watch the passengers fall off? <laughs> Sadly, no. Oh, <laughs> Sadly, damn it. no. That loses some points for me there. <laughs> no. Um... <laughs> But yeah, it looks like there that there's got a, there's got a few sort of maps that you that I like again. You know, so I'm saying there's there's I haven't gone for it all. Uh, there's a few maps, uh, all with different ty- types of environment and different types of difficulty as as the game goes on. Again, it's not going to be too difficult. I think it's I'm not sure what the Peggy rating is, but it's it wouldn't be like I think you know kids can get on board with this. Lee, there you go. Literally, <laughs> quite literally, get on board, my train. Right. Um, yeah, I think it's aimed at. I think it can be aimed at a younger audience. It's just not. It's not. There's nothing there that's gonna. Obviously, what? Maybe. Yeah, no, eight year olds. I suppose. I don't know. I don't. I don't. <laughs> you've got kids. You tell me. <laughs> I don't. Know. Could be aimed at um, any age. Any age. Anyone who could pick up a controller. Seven plus, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's, and the aesthetics is definitely something that they could each easily sort of would appeal to that as well because of that yeah. that sort of um, blocky effects. Like I said, Minecraft sort of, you know, I'm sure there's... They play around the kids. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, 100%. <laughs> and in the kitchen on the Switch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or doing, doing whatever you're doing, yeah. But anyway, that's that's my yeah, that's my little um highlight this week. Like I said, I had mentioned it before, but I thought I'd come back to it now that I've got the full release. Um, now the full release has come back. This is one I I I kept my eye on for some time. I was looking forward to this. But yeah, that's me done. 
Um, anyone else got anything to say? Now, otherwise, we'll move on. We go into an, um, other games. Any other games that are, are out that you want to talk about? I do have I've another got, game to talk about, but I'll wait until everyone else. Has had the, has I was say, I've got one, but I was going to be the gentleman and throw this over to Kate first to see if she has anything. Uh, I mean, I've been sorry, we're, we're not a bit of sorry, sorry, Kate. <laughs> it's all right. I'm not a lady either, so it's fine. Um, when it comes to like peaceful games, I've been uh, trying to look for some serotonin boosting things to kind of sit and zone out to um one of my favorites recently has been house flipper oh yes yeah 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 uh very familiar to be honest i wasn't expecting a lot out of it um because it seemed i don't know it just seemed a little bit pointless but i started doing it and i can't (laughs) stop (laughs) it appeals to the uh 13 year old who wanted to play sims but couldn't afford it in me (laughs) (laughs) Don't really have anything much more to say than that, really. It's just a really good game, and I highly recommend it. It's a good way to waste time. Can't be asked to clean your own house, play House Flipper. Yeah, I hate cleaning my own house, but I will play House Flipper. (laughs) I actually do. Yeah, I think I actually got that in my library somewhere, and I have played it. Yeah, I've played it. It's on Game Pass as well. Yeah, yeah. 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 But I've played it. Yeah, I remember watching um, as a a viewer of ours, um, Crashing Sam, uh, played that game religiously. Uh, I used to watch her uh, stream it on her old Xbox, like all lag and all. <laughs> Just watch, paint the walls and scrub the floors and replace um, hinges on doors and put um, change radiators. Yeah, yeah, and... yeah. It's just fascinating. It's just like, is this how you do this in real life? <laughs> is this how it works? No, it doesn't. It's not how it works, but it's still nice to think it'd be that easy. Yeah. <laughs> upgrade your house. <laughs> just open up the menu. Boop, 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 there you go. Self installed. Job done. Um, Yes, yeah, it's, it's a great game. It's it's one of those um, switch your brain off and just concentrate on on something that isn't like stressful or um, doesn't doesn't. It doesn't have stakes in it. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not something. Whereas if you do something wrong, you're going to die. It's just like you said. It's nice to switch off to. <laughs> I don't know. You could slip. You could slip on the mop or the or the or the tools you leave on the floor. No, I'm just... <laughs> well, now you've said that, I'm going to have to try it. <laughs> Put the furniture through the window. Take the door off because you can't get the furniture in the room. <laughs> Secret achievement unlocked. Well done, you died. <laughs> house wrecker, not house flipper, because you bought the sofa <laughs> through the wrong door and took the, took the door off. <laughs> well, they obviously couldn't see. call the game that because it would give some very uh, different connotations if you called it house wrecker. <laughs> <laughs> Home wrecker. <laughs> comes, comes with a free uh, Stellar DLC. <laughs> shall i go on with mine then yeah i was gonna say yeah, go for it yeah. I, I, i'm, I'm gonna be i'm gonna be interested because as soon as i mention this i know 3d is gonna rant like hell no <laughs> so i have actually uh, yeah oh i i know you'll run um no I, I have actually found god knows how but i found a little bit of time to play a game for a change um and despite me not wanting to enjoy it. I've actually been quite enjoying Starfield. It has its I can see biting his tongue already. <laughs> now don't get me wrong, it's far no, from it's perfect. The yeah, yes, the graphics that are saying that they're next gen are not next gen in any way, shape or form. Yeah. Um 
Unfortunately, it does have some really annoying aspects of it. Specifically, things like having to unlock certain skills to do stuff you should be able to do automatically. Like, if I've got a boost pack, I can't actually use it until I've unlocked the base level skill. I didn't know this until I jumped off something high and I couldn't stop. <laughs> I couldn't boost up, which was slight. So yeah, slightly problematic. That hurt. The landing hurt. Um, and it's that kind of thing feels to me because there, there are a lot of skills. But the problem yeah. to me, so you've also got, I think, if, if memory serves, because I'm only about probably about eight hours in. And each skill, if I recall, has about four levels. Mm. And you've got a lot of skills. But the really annoying thing is not only do you have to unlock the skill, in order to then unlock the next tier of that skill, you then have to complete certain things. Like, as an yeah. example, if you unlock, um, you know, higher damage on pistols, you've got to kill 20 blokes with a pistol in order yeah. to then unlock, not get, but unlock the ability to get the next level of, uh, the next tier of that skill. And that, to me, is filler. Yeah, 100% um, tied in. Yeah, th- there's no reason to do no. that. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, by all means, give me the ability to increase that skill, yeah. but don't make me jump through hoops and have to earn a skill point in order to, in order to get it. Exactly. Pick one, not both. Just pick one. Yeah. But having said that, I have, in general, I have been in, enjoying it. I've just been sat back. I've been chilled. Uh, it it is a very relaxing game. I found. Um, I have had some interesting things happen with um no 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 to be fair i've not seen any bugs whatsoever in it so far bloody hell that's a miracle i'm, I'm not saying they don't exist um i'm playing the i'm playing the xbox version reporting a bug but, you lie it's perfect but, game <laughs> yeah but but so, so far the first hours i've not really seen any bugs so we're not gonna be wrong i've seen one of the annoying things is when you do uh, it, it's an early mission so i don't think it's too much of a spoiler but when you do missions with this character called Sarah. She's got a wonderful habit of standing right in your line of fire. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is even more interesting when you've got a shotgun. Yes. (laughs) Sarah Um, did not like that. I don't give a shit. Get out of the fucking way. Exactly. (laughs) Seriously, why are you doing that? Of all the places you can go, why stand directly in front of me? Why stand right in front of me? Exactly, yeah, exactly. Uh, So, yeah, the AI could certainly do some work. Uh, I mean, I'm playing on. I'm, I'm playing on normal level uh, because I'm not very good at games, so <laughs> I want at least a chance. I, when I was going through picking my traits, uh, one of the traits that I picked was wanted, um, and that didn't do uh, anything at all until I think probably the last within the last couple of hours of playing when I jumped into a system, and somebody decided that I, you know. I was I was fair game, which is fine. Uh, and you know, yeah. typical typical abuse. I tried to talk my way out of it. I couldn't. So I thought, well, you know what? I've disbanded pirates plenty of times. It's not a problem. Uh, it was. <laughs> I I got the crap kicked out of me. Two ships. I almost managed to get one of them, but yeah. In the end, after I think two or three attempts of me dying each time, I just jumped out of there. I was like, nah, <laughs> I'm gone. Yeah. And I, and I did hit. So one of the things that I saw some, well, I saw probably a few people mention, and I didn't think I'd fall because I'd seen it. I didn't think I'd fall into this into this issue. So 
a few people have mentioned that there are certain side quests where you can't actually do them at a certain point because you don't have enough skills. One of the biggest ones I saw was to do with lockpicking. Yes. Now, I'd yeah. been upping my lockpicking. However, obviously not enough. So one of the early quests that you get is, I want to think, say it's called Mantis, where you go to a base and you've got to find out what the hell's going on there. And at one point, you've, you've in essence, you've got this puzzle to solve, but you can't solve it without hacking the computer. And the hacking the computer requires master level unlock, which is the top tier. Yes. You can attempt it lower down, but only, I think, if you're advanced. I was a Muppet tier. <laughs> so I had, no, I had no chance. I tried several times. I was like, right. And, and that is a frustrating thing. It's like, why unlock something that I specifically cannot do? Yeah. That makes no sense. Because yeah. up to that point, there's because of that quest gets unlocked so early, there is no way I could have gotten to a point, even if I'd sunk every single point I had, I couldn't have got master at that point. No. And that that's that to me is a little bit a little bit a little bit skewed in we terms see. of how some of the side quests work. Yeah. To the point where I've actually been abandoning most side quests. Yeah, you, unless it looks simple. And I've been concentrating on the main story to, in order to skill up. Yeah. In most some of these side quests you've got to come back much, much later into the game. Yeah. It's a it's silly. Like sorry. It is. I mean, yeah, the it does I, I do wish you could fly around the planet. Mm-hmm. I do wish that there was, you know, you, you had like the kind of um, elite dangerous way of coming down into a planet. Yes. How, having said that, I do find because you don't have that, I find myself using fast travel a lot because I yeah. cannot be asked with the amount of cutscenes. The only cutscene I like is taking off from a planet. The yeah. only reason I like that is because the sound of the engines just as you get up towards atmosphere is epic. But other than that, I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to fast travel. Uh, and I think it's, whilst I understand why they've done certain things, I do think it's a shame. I know it's it was never going to be a sim in terms of, like, oh, close to a, close to a sim, a flight like flight sim model like it is in Elite Dangerous. Yeah. And I actually don't mind that, to be fair. A lot of the controls are similar in that you've still got, you know, your pips that you set for shields, weapons, grav drive, et cetera. Yeah. So I can, that that's kind of second nature. Uh, the lock-on is a bit weird mm-hmm. because it only locks within a certain range. Yeah. I don't necessarily know if I've targeted the right ship or not. No, no, it's even worse when you're trying to target the individual parts on a ship. That's the other thing. I got to, so the first time that gets introduced to you uh, is when you're trying to, I think you, you're trying to rescue some bloke to get one of these artifacts. Yeah, yeah. And and, the, and the, basically the pirates have taken control of the ship. Yep. And it says, knock out the engines. I'm like, okay, great. How do I target the engines? Yeah, it doesn't tell and you. And you can't. And the reason you can't is because you haven't got the freaking skill. <laughs> and until you've got that skill, you can't do it. And I didn't have that skill. I didn't even know that skill existed at that point. Yeah. So I had no choice but to just shoot at it until it told me that the engines were disabled and then attempt to dock with it whilst it was still firing like pretty much every laser under the sun at me. Yeah. It's so, not very well brought out. Yeah, the, the, there's a few things like that. Again, where where the skill the skills come into play too early on, yeah. And yeah, you don't really get you know much much help with that. I have to admit though, I do like the fact that at least as far as I can see, unless it's an unlockable skill, there's no X-ray vision. Yes, you get your you get your hood, which does point a rough direction. 
as to where a bad guy is if they're in range, but you've no idea how far in that direction or whereabouts in terms of are they around a corner, are they just behind a crate? So there's no um, there's no ability to say if it's like ten meters away, twenty meters away, anything yeah. like that. Yeah, got, which is perfect for me because I don't I don't always want to know. Be cool if we um, had an alien scanner. That would be kind of cool. I have to, yeah, it's uh, the scanning. Sort of, there's no not enough equipment. It's all just it's just guns. This is the other thing. I mean, I, I find I've been encumbered so many times, and yeah. uh, the reason I, I've got to the point now where I pretty much ignore every single weapon that gets dropped unless it's a rare legendary. or a legendary. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll and even then I'll check against right, what I've got. Happiness is purple or, or or orange. Yeah. But what I'm really after, as of yet, I've not found a sniper rifle. I have no. found... Uh, I've not tried to build any weapons yet or craft anything. I have found um, a couple of suppressed weapons and some decent shotguns. But the biggest annoyance is the uh, rifles that I have are so low damage. Yes, all right, they have a high fire rate, which helps. But it'd be nice if I could get a rifle that was above, like, four on the yeah. damage scale. Yeah. I'm hoping eventually I find something that's well, or I can craft something that's higher than that. Uh, but in general, I have to admit, as 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 far as a game goes, I have been enjoying it. I've been chilling, and I did attempt to. So the reason that I haven't been around a lot is I've, I've had to travel, and the place that I was at, the the broadband is woeful at best. Should we say? Oh, I did manage. I don't know how, and the graphics did look a bit grady. But I did manage to play through my piece through my laptop using uh, Xbox Cloud. Oh, I managed okay. to play Starfield with my controller, and it. To be fair, it it wasn't too bad. It, it wasn't epic, but then I, I was running on like a, a less than a forty meg connection with other people using the connection. So that's. I, I was yeah. actually I was just impressed it worked. <laughs> Because I, I thought there's no chance that as a, yeah. as a brand new game this is going to work. Not optimal, but you can still no. play it. But yeah, it, it was certainly playable. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't like watching like a, a 240p video or something like that. Yeah. It was all blocky. No, it was it was just a bit grainy. The blacks weren't black. But yeah, in general, I'd say it's a decent game. Would I pay seventy quid for it? New. No. <laughs> um, I think it it's 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 gone the way of like the assassin's creedy let's make a, a thirty thousand hour game and just fill it full of fluff i think there's there are some very interesting side quests that i've unlocked so far there you know the main quest is good but it's too much invested in this whole let's make it so that you've got so many things to unlock that you get confused yeah just give you a thousand planets of fuck all that's that's yeah yeah, I haven't even I haven't even attempted to grab resources yet. I'm just yeah. like, you know what? I'm not even going to try and extract anything yet. I'm just yeah. going to carry on with the main quest, get my skills up so that I can actually do something, rather than just sit around like a, a muppet. Yeah. Um. But yeah, if you have got Game Pass, give it a give it a good go. You know, yeah. I'd say it's, it's it's worth it. If you enjoyed the previous games made by Bethesda, you're going to love yeah. Starfield. Like, there's, there's there's no there's no if buts coconuts. If you're a fan of of Bethesda's formula, you're going to absolutely love Starfield. You know, despite all its faults and yeah. um, you know shortcomings that a lot of people were looking forward to, and uh, in some cases, false advertising. And they mm. definitely advertised it as a space sim. They definitely advertised it as you could go anywhere, do anything, fly around the planet. 
that sort of stuff. Technically, you can. But you can fly menus, around the planet literally yeah, in space, by, but that's about all. menus, yeah. <laughs> by, by clicking on the planet from from the yeah. menu, space menu. It's not even space. From the space menu. <laughs> that's the other thing as well. I think, yeah, and I'm sure it's a better experience on PC, but on console, that it's, it's a pain to have to get into your inventory and check stuff. I, I can and tell it, you right now, it can now, get quite not. confusing. If do, they, playing, do they not have like a dedicated button for like going no. into your inventory or something like I or yeah. J or? Uh, no, you have to go through the menu. That, yeah, we know why it's, that is, don't you? It's built it's, for console first. <laughs> yeah, it's console first. It's a fucking console game. Yay, yay, it's a console game. It's a fucking console. <laughs> um, it's, it's always console first, PC second with with Xbox uh, mentality. Mm. Um, but, but uh, yeah, that's that I think they've, that certainly for a transition between um, X, like, well, console and PC, I think they've messed that up. If that was your traditional, you know, press J to get into your journal or whatever it is, or I for your, invent, uh, your inventory, whatever you got set, I think that would be a better, a better way of doing it. And it, it's, it matches the way that most RPGs are done on PC. You know, you have your specific, uh, yeah. your specific keys. It, it, yeah, it's a shame that they haven't done that. It is a little bit. You get used to it. It's just it's just a hassle to have to remember. Okay, I need to press that button. I need to go there. Yes. It's it's a couple of extra clicks, but it's more padding. When yeah, when you're doing it every single it's time, fucking padding. It's annoying. I will say though, is in terms of Bethesda games, um, I'd say Skyrim's better. In terms of a game, Skyrim's better. Quests are better. They're clearer. You don't get hit with this issue of I'm not able to do a quest because i haven't got skill points yeah any of that so yeah in terms of game an actual game skyrim is better um but it's it is enjoyable to a degree for me and, and that's fair you know yeah you know, it's like anything you know you might your uh, mileage will vary it's it's the thing is that it depends how how tolerant you are of of bethesda's shenanigans and how tolerant you are of long-winded things that get through some people don't mind menu management some people enjoy it um and there's a lot of things i've got a lot of issues with starfield um i'm not going to go into it massively because i think steve will knock me out (laughs) Um, i'm I'm more tolerant because i didn't pay for it (laughs) yes i mean uh, honestly if i had paid for this game i would be hunting down microsoft uh developers because it the fact it's not so much the fact that the game is average for me the average at best you know it's not and this is what pissed me off when uh, when uh, Phil Spencer goes, we make aim to make six out of ten, seven out of tens. We don't aim to make the best games. We aim to make average games because we're a fucking average company that fucking own half the planet. Um, yeah, he's an absolute complete bell end, and he's so true to as well. This get this this word. This game is a six out of ten, seven out of ten. Um, there's loads of stuff wrong with it. I could nitpick for days, but on my, my major gripe is is the menu system and the terrible UI. Uh, as well, where it takes up half the screen when you go, you walk into somewhere and a big, you have reached this place, and it just goes right across the middle of the screen. And I'm like, it's, it's so annoying. Like, it's it's just things like that, that the lack of polish, the lack of attention. Yeah, to it is quite intrusive. Uh, Same when fun. you when you first get to like a a, a rare or legendary, yeah, anything, and it yeah. comes up with all the stats right over the rest yeah. of the loot that you're trying to grab whilst yeah. in the middle of a firefight. Exactly, <laughs> it's, the, it's not helpful. So, like, the benefit of being on PC um, was that before it even released, when it was in early access, it had already been modded. People have already fixed some of this stuff. Um, and the mods now, like a month later, the mods are amazing. They, they fix so much of the game. Oh, I've been playing with mods 
So I've been enjoying what I've been playing with it because uh, they uh, mods fixed the they fixed the they fixed the character interactions. You've got a, a brand new UI for the talking interface. It looks much cleaner. Um, you've got a new new UI for all the loot. You've got little symbols that appear next to everything to tell you what it is. So you haven't got to read every individual thing to find out what the fuck it does. Um, there's a better there's a better system of uh, of rare loot implemented, so you can it doesn't actually over like you say overlay overlay everything else. You hover over one thing, it'll tell you. And that's just basically what the they've used Skyrim tools or Fallout for modding tools to, to yeah. make this happen. You know, have they fixed what one thing that was a bit of a bugbear? I'm glad it exists in general, but the compare button will only ever compare which, let's say, which um, yeah the piece of hardware, like which weapon or something yeah. that you happen to be equipped at the time. Yeah, I can't compare this new no. weapon with Not any other that. one. It's just what I happen to have. Yeah, yeah, the new UI system um, does actually fix that. Oh, that's cool. Button. Well, hopefully, then um, the P- the PC, so uh, the PC had, boys and girls will be having a much better time. When they had mod support, <laughs> when they had official mod support in, I think it's March, due to come out next year, March, April, the game will be infinitely better because by that point, they'll have loads of mods, quality of life mods, improvements. They even fixed the space combat. Uh, and the, and it, one of the things that really annoyed me is when you're controlling the ship, you just move around the circle. You don't actually feel like you're going anywhere. If you're in if you're in first person mode trying to shoot them, you just feel like you're just moving in a circle. Like you don't feel like you're you're not dynamically moving around anywhere. You don't feel like you're going fast, at least to me. Uh, and the space combat is extremely difficult as well, especially when you're fighting anything higher than you, which you don't really find out until you get right close to them. Especially when you run into run into them randomly. So there's a level forty fucking pirate ship, right? Oh, great, you know. It's, it's some stuff. Some stuff like that is is very annoying. Um, and it like is. Yeah. The, it's the fact that I don't like the fast travel. Like the, the, the fast travel is way too much. Too much relied on. There's no exploration in this game. It's like oh, you can go to your planet and you can chart all these these um, animals. You can chart all this territory. You can go do these side quests. You can discover this cave. You can discover these abandoned outposts. And then when you go to this outpost, and I've been to a few, uh, I spent five. I spent three hours on one planet. I can't remember the name of it. I found two caves. One cave had a med kit in it and 58 credits. The other cave had fuck all in it. One, a couple of spawn mobs. And then I found this abandoned um, building with a copied and paste from the first area you go to. You know the first building you go into right at yep. the start of the game? It's literally copy and paste. Exactly the same building. Just, just you know, just different color on the outside. Go in, exactly the same layout. And there's nothing in it. It's, it was a waste of time. But there's some lore. And like, yeah, I mean, I, I think I think the exploration really, really, at least as it stands at the moment, is down to purely resources. Yeah, and, it's, it's, pla- and plant and animal life. They should have done what they did in Mass Effect, which is just have the have the menu system for the planet, and you send a probe down to get the resources, and then that brings it back to you. It, there's it's the, the fact that you have to go down and manually piss about with the fucking it's so boring. Like it, I know some people find that entertaining. To me, it's I think see, see that that to me is equivalent to the um, to the way that Elite Dangerous did stuff, where you would go mining and you blow up the asteroid. Cool yeah. effect. I never had the time for that. It just wasn't my thing. Yeah. Um, but, but you know, you, like you say, it's 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 all about you know what what you enjoy that doing. Time. It's about it's, it's about they can brag that this game was two hundred hours long and. It's a massive epic adventure, and the, the, the actual campaign is only forty hours long. Yes, and the the, the two hundred hours comes from you trying to get to those that campaign through the menus and 
pub shopping, <laughs> pub shopping through the inventory system, especially in vanilla. The, the thing is that I, I I never usually go to mods straight away, right? If a game comes out, I don't I don't mod that game immediately. I'll, I will try and play the vanilla version and I'll give it a chance. And, yeah. and you shouldn't have to. You no, shouldn't, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have, have to. You know, shouldn't have to rely on mods, especially the whole FPS issue. I don't know if you had, you had this problem with PC. Uh, the frame rate would tank. I, I run it on 4K. My computer is more than PC enough to to run 4K um, and get the, the, the decent frames per second. Um, but I was hitting like 20, 30 frames per second on the 3070 Ti um, on on a really good S, uh, SSD. Um, they highly recommend you have it on an SSD as well because of how how long the load times are in between. Everything. Yeah. That's the other thing. Loading screens. Maybe loading screens. There are a lot of loading screens. Yeah, it's I mean, yeah, pretty much any game, with the exception of kind of the uh, like some of the well, yeah, pretty much some of the indie games, which it's are just not streamlined. Not designed though, for you, that. Sh- you shouldn't have a loading. Um, you say you leave a building, right? Like the quest area you go to, the first the, the, the constellation, you meet all the numpties in that that area, right? And you leave. It's oh, I forgot to talk to su- such and such. You've got to go. And you you have to go back in. You've literally yes. just left that. The load, the, 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 it should already be preloaded. It's not. You have got to wait for it to load the same thing again. And it's it's an it is it's the same with every time uh, with internal uh, like ship internal stuff like that. If you like, if you dock at a ship, you're going to get the loading screen. Then you come out, and then you want to go back in. You're going to get the same loading screen again. It's exactly the same. So yeah, yeah. Then you need to sort that out. Um, yep. At least at least one thing I will say about Bethesda games is that they are. And understandably, based on some of the decisions that they make, they are more than happy for mm. modders to come and that's do their what thing. They do, and, that, that's and that's what's what they, they, they what Skyrim. Yeah, and and it's and they build it. They they basically build a foundation and go. There you go. I mean, the modding community has been around for donkey's years. Uh, the fact that um, there's a modder already revamping all the NPCs in the game. Um, he did the whole revamp for the Witcher series, the Witcher, the Witcher three. Uh, he did the the Witcher I hate the Witcher three HD rework, which was then officially bought by CD Projekt Red to put in the Witcher three. This modder dude got paid for his mod he worked on in his spare time for seven years. Got paid to put to have that mod put in the game. He's doing the same thing for Starfield, and it is night and day difference. Just what mm. a bit of texture and a bit of love and, and attention to detail on the faces and on the on the environment makes. The, my biggest gripe, and I, I, I know, sorry, Mr. Steve, but rest is rant time. Right, but my biggest <laughs> gripe with this fucking game, right, is is the lack of facial animation and animation in general when you're talking to people. Right? Yeah, they are so, a bit stone faced, aren't they? Stone faced. They, they don't even move up. They don't even raise a flipping eyelid half the time. It's it's really like I don't know what they're going for here. With the, I know Fallout has this. They've always had this classic. You know, you look at them, they look at you, kind of deal with the, with the um, sort of interface. But I like the Fallout 4 um, interface where you saw your character and you saw their character and they're kind of like talking to each other and it's a bit not as awkward. Um, it kind of, because it's not as in your face, so to speak, the, the lack of detail. But this game has such a lack of polish um, in terms of detail. You look at games like um, Final Fantasy uh, 16, Final Fantasy 7 Remake, um, what's another, uh, Death Stranding. Um, and all the other massive games that have come out with facial technology, facial captures. And these these guys have all been recorded live. This has all been captured. All these yeah, it's all mocap, yeah. And, and, but there's no transition from the mocap to the character that you see. There's the, oh, my God, my face is tired, returns. Um, and the fact that none of them, they don't talk, they don't move their body, they don't turn around, or they run off. One of the bugs is they just leg it when you talk to them, and they run into a wall. 
and they're still talking to you. Um, <laughs> the, one, the one that I found quite, and this happened to me a lot, and I just think it's like the standard of the way the game is, but you know when you're on, let's say, like you're on um, New Atlantis and you want to get the shuttle from place to place? Yeah. So you go in, the shuttle goes off, and you see the cut screen, I'm like, I have it. That NPC is supposed to be with me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're just standing there, just watching the train go. Yeah. It's like, all right. Then. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's so immersion breaking. Like the, the game is all about I'm immersion, but it, it does everything it can to break the immersion. That that like, yeah. That that is the downside. There there is a lot that they could have done better. Yeah. And like I said, so, had I had I paid for it, I'd be annoyed. Yeah. So, so just you know, I could go on and on and on. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bore Steve to death with my ranting, but um, it's it's just a case of they should have given it longer. Um, the fact that, that uh, one of the one of the I will That's give them the story props. of the past two years, isn't it? It is. It is exactly. <laughs> I will give them props though. Um, so they have had they actually did hire some mod mod te- modders from the uh, Skyrim modders um, uh, scene. Um, I don't know if you modded Skyrim, but there was a mod that individually replaced all of the loose items in the game, all the books, yeah. all the cups, all the cutlery, all completely redone. You can pick it all up. Um, all re- reworked from the ground up. Everything in that game that was loose, that was an item redone. That person, I can't remember her name, but that person was hired by the Starfield dev team to do the same thing for Starfield. So when you're looking at all the interactables, like, there's millions of them, and there? there's cups, fucking all sorts of shit you can pick up. It's useless crap. It's all useless crap, but you can pick it up and look at it, and it looks quite nice. And it, there's quite a lot of detail in the in the areas. Now, we'll give them props for that. Um, problem is none of it's destructible. None of it is, you know, realistically. Like you fire a laser gun at it, you expect it to explode into a million pieces. It doesn't. Um, the, the desks are indestructible. The doors are indestructible. Uh, it, it lacks. So you look at uh, a new game coming out, RoboCop, uh, which is coming out, has fully destructible environment, and it looks awesome when you're trying to shoot them through the through the wall and the table. You see it all blowing apart, and you've got la- mm. you've got laser guns for fuck's sake. You know, mi- mini guns. These things are. Futuristic weaponry, and it feels like I'm just firing a uh, like a color swap machine gun. You know, there's there's the the gunplay in this game is is shit. That like there's it feels like they've just taken all the guns from Fallout seventy six, swapped them out, and then and changed the look of them and but kept them the same, and then like reduced all their damage to non-existent levels, especially at the start of the game, which it feels like I'm just carrying around pea shooters. Um. But it, it, the whole game for me is just a big lie. Like the Starfield have just, you know, they've just completely let let everything. It shouldn't be as as bad as it is. Like, oh, but you know, bad is subjective. You know, everyone. If you find your fun with this game, it's great. You know, don't. You know, I'm not here to tell you what you can and cannot enjoy. But you know, I I personally don't think a game a game that like, costs seventy quid. Um, that a lot of people pre-ordered on Steam because they hate dealing with the Xbox app on PC because it's garbage. Um, I've, I've literally bit the bullet and then they've been shafted by uh, by the Starfield team but given a subpar experience. It's still good. It's still a good game. You know, it's not it's not the worst game in the world, right? I'm not I'm not going to shoot Starfield. It is a good. It. You know, underneath all the fluff and all the bat and all the padding and all the annoyances that the game brings forward, uh, there is a good game there, right? There is there is the storyline is okay. Uh, the side quests are fun. Some of them, some of them are funny. I quite enjoyed being the banker's assassin, going around trying to get his money back. And just instead of got, as soon as they said no, just shot him in the head. <laughs> and, you know, there was there was a lot of there's a lot of laughs to be had in in Starfield. And the, some of the bugs are funny, right? You know, one of them where they I don't know if you've met the annoying fan. Um, you click that uh, perk. Some of the no, perks I, I I'm not using that trait. Yeah, so I I, I read it and I was like, no, nah, 
Not gonna happen. Yep. So I picked it for laughs, and as always, there's a mod to replace him uh, with a, with a female follower. Of course, there is. <laughs> and, uh, it is funny. Um, it is it is funny. It is his voice does annoy me a little bit, but it is funny. Um, there's a lot of fun to be had with the game. You know, if you if you're willing to ignore all the things that piss you off, but to, to me, that's really hard to ask. Yeah, it depends on where you're coming from. I mean, I, I went into it knowing it wasn't what I hoped and just thinking, you know what? And I, I was fully expecting the skill tree to annoy me, which it is. Yeah. But I have to admit, because I'm literally just taking it from a, I don't care, I'm just going to play casually, um, just, you know, just as a purely as a, for a relaxing game, I'm finding it absolutely fine. Yeah. But again, like I said, had I paid for it, it might be different. Yeah. Uh, it's it's just like it's just like I said earlier. If you're if you're a Bethesda fan, and you really enjoyed Fallout seventy six, and you really enjoyed Fallout four, and you really enjoyed No New Vegas, you're going to absolutely love Starfield because you're you're already embedded in that way of thinking that 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 game is designed for you that you've been playing already. So you're going to absolutely massively enjoy the fuck out of that game because that's your bread and butter. That's what you've been playing for years. The formula hasn't changed. You know, it's it's going to be what you're looking for if, because that's the that's their audience, right? Someone that's me who comes in and has so much experience with so many other games, I've seen so much stuff done better. Um, even even No Man's Sky has a lot of things going for it that Starfield don't. Now, Starfield, I've tried to address some of these issues, um, and we'll see what happens. The, the, the DLC, they've got lots of they've they've, you know, they've parked a lot of content behind DLCs that they're gonna that they're making, um, which I don't agree with. I think there should have been the game is very bare bones when you look at it, really. Um, in terms of exploration, space combat, um, the combat space co- spaceship construction is amazing. I will give them, I will give them credit for that. There is some fantastic ships you can build. Um, there is some there are some good guns you can make as well. There's some good stuff you can find. There's there's lots of enjoyment to be had in Starfield, but the game should have been so much better, and they should have swapped out the age. This, this fucking engine is 22 years old. They they should have upgraded it by now or replaced it with Unreal. Or something along the lines to get better fidelity and FPS out of the out of the uh, the systems that they put in place. But you know, I digress, and I'm taking I'm it's down into a massive rant about Starfield. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's you know, it's it's a good game. It's fun, uh, but I highly recommend you go and download all of the mods. There's there's a there's um, a top twenty mod list now available on YouTube. Uh, dead simple to install. Um, go and follow that. You'll fix all that. You fix all the bugs. You'll fix the menu system, which which eliminates the two second delay between logging, between looking at stuff. It reduces it down to nearly instant, so you can just instantly go through the menu system, which is so much quicker. There's a new UI system, which makes it more intuitive and responsive. There's a new uh, flight spaceship system uh, and uh, and steering system, which makes it more responsive. Um, there's an overhaul to the guns. There's an overhaul to the way the NPCs look at you and act. Um, there's, an, uh, there's they've already added companions. There's, there's tons of stuff that they, the, the community is already like. We'll fix it, like they did with Skyrim, and just makes the game infinitely better. As soon as mod support comes out properly, and they integrate the mod properly, and they have it on uh, Game Pass or the, or the console with mod support, like it did with Skyrim, easily it jumps from a six out of ten to a nine out of ten. Because the community knows exactly what to fix and how to make the game fun, something Bethesda is severely falling behind in um, in the fun aspect. That they they get some of it right, but they also get some of it wrong. In my 
humble opinion. But uh, yeah, it is a good game. I highly recommend playing it on Game Pass. Do not buy it, right? Get it on Game Pass. Pay the fifteen quid for the Game Pass for a month if you really want to play it. Um, and see, and see, and and by that point, you you will know if you're going to play it or not. Anyway, but um, yeah, I'll I'll shut up now. And um... so there you go. There that's <laughs> there. There are my thoughts on Starfield. oh wow um yeah i think we should then move on to the news then but thank you thank you thank you gents for that insight into starfield should actually mention that before we move on but uh yeah i was going to about last epoch but i'm not going (laughs) to (laughs) now we can say that for next time yeah i hope i will i mean i don't know when the next time will be that unfortunately Because like I'm just a bit pressed for time, so I want to get onto the news, and then we get onto the if we have any joke of the week. So, what news do we have actually? <laughs> uh, I have some VR news. Oh, okay, bacon. Yeah, got VR news yeah. for us. Yeah, it's been a while. VR news. Yeah, it's been a while. Yes, you're right. It has. And to be fair, I mean, there's a few things that have, have been kicking around, but the biggest thing we've had recently is the Quest 3 is under pre-order. Oh, yeah. It is. So you have the options with the Quest 3 of 128 gig uh, for £479.99 of your English pence, or your 512 gig for £619.99. In terms of specs, it's obviously a massive, it's actually quite a massive leap from uh, the Quest 2, both in terms of visuals and controls as well. Uh, so for visuals, they're using the new uh, pancake-style lenses, um, which is, increases the clarity and also the uh, field of view. They have a depth sensor as well. So um, instead of the old where you would like go around and use your trigger and, and draw out your play space, you look around now and it visually maps everything that you've got. And, and you, still, you still do the drawings, but it, it then includes the depth of it as well. Uh, they've also got some APIs coming later, I think, towards Christmas time, which enhances the depth ability so that with some of the mixed reality content, you'll then be able to have like, you know, let's say like you've got some kind of little character. They'll be able to go behind your, let's say, behind your sofa and peer out from around there and stuff like that. So they'll it'll know where the objects are in 3D space. They've even got something coming where, um, again, it's it's your uh, it's more of like an AR thing, but you can do things like um, switch out parts of your house in vr so for example you could put like a let's say like a mirror on a wall but that's actually a portal through to something else you change your ceiling so that it becomes like the you know the uh, like space so you can see planets and stuff going around if you put objects there and then log out come back later the object is exactly where you left it all all cool count you know cool things like that yeah uh, that are coming uh, display resolution, I believe, is 2064 by 2208 uh, pixels per eye. So uh, that's around about a 30% increase compared to the Quest 2. Uh, what else we got? Uh, 90 hertz refresh rate, 120 hertz experimental refresh rate, 110 degrees uh, horizontal and 96 degrees vertical field of view, uh, which I think I think they've got something like... Um, a 25% increase in sharpness in the center of the field of view. So a lot of stuff coming. The controllers as well have got improved haptic feedback. They've no longer got those rings around that you tend to get on some of the other controllers or in the old Quest 2 controllers. Uh, they use different tracking. 
They've also repositioned the, the cameras in the headset. And so you've now got two cameras that kind of face down. And the way that the reason they've done that is because they've set it up so that you get it's not it's not full um body tracking, but there's a there's a, a, a large part of body tracking now. So if you were to like let's see like, like something like in Beat Saber, if you were to move, it actually takes account of the way your body is shifting. Same so like in VR chat, if you're doing something like that, whereas before you would need to have either base station tracking or IMU something attached to you so that the trackers to be able to see where your arms are, your hips, everything else. Um, the cameras do a good, as far as we're aware, do a good um, a good job of actually tracking where your torso is. Uh, I think what they're hoping to do in upcoming um, in upcoming launches and for titles that want to implement it is they're going to they're going to allow people as well as having um motion controlled by uh, I think it's like head or uh, teleport they'll you'll be able to do hip um uh, yeah you'll be uh, you'll be able to do hip movement so the idea is that you will then move in the direction to uh, as to where your hip is facing which is more of a natural movement for humans so a lot of stuff coming uh battery life is uh it's a little woeful to be fair um so it's about 2.2 hours of usage on average 2.4 for gaming, 2.2 for social, productivity, which is basically what they're classing as like a. This is a this is the thing with AR. It massively reduces that to like an hour and a half. Uh, so that is a little bit woeful. But you can, like the Quest Two, you can get the Elite uh, head strap with a battery pack, and that is 129.99, and that gives you an additional couple of hours. So that basically doubles your playtime. It is currently on pre-order. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's got Wi-Fi 6E enabled as well. Um, and they've also in, they've just switched the triggers out as well on the controller. So there's now this, uh, there's like a, I'm not entirely sure what they're calling it, but there's basically almost like a double tap on the trigger. So it's like you, you pull it and it's the standard trigger, but if you like squeeze it, then it allows for additional, in a similar, I think, manner to the way that the uh, index controllers allowed different grip styles and different trigger pressures. I think that's what they're trying to do there. So, yeah, uh, it is supposedly, uh, it's yeah, pre-orders now. It's supposed to be starting to ship on the 10th. Mine is coming on the 11th. I have pre-ordered it. This is my my big present to myself for dealing with the amount of crap about this year. <laughs> I shouldn't be doing it because I don't really know if I can afford it or not, but I thought, you know what? I'd really want to create some kind of like VR AR content. I'd like to actually build my own stuff. And this is the best route towards it, I, I feel at the moment. One thing I will say though, I don't know how true this is, but I will I will find out and let you know on the next podcast. So again, to connect it for PC VR, you need to there there is uh, I believe there is um a Wi-Fi connectivity for PC VR. However, you can pretty much guess that that's going to massively compress the visuals coming to you so it's not going to look as good can do the physical connection to for pcvi using the link cable the link cable is i think 89.99 or 79.99 i can't remember which it is basically a usb type c 3.2 gen 1 cable 
I have because and the the only real difference is it, it's standard connector PC wise. It's a right angle connector for the headset. I've just purchased a USB C three point two Gen two connector, which increases the transfer rate from five gigabits a second to twenty gigabits a second. And I grabbed that off Amazon for like twenty six quid. And if you want, if you want the same connector, the three point one Gen, you can, you can pick them up for like five between five and ten quid. Now, so far as I'm aware, it is just a it is just a a cable, five meter cable. I don't believe there's anything special in it. So, if that is the case, save your eighty ninety quid, get something from Amazon because that is if that's all it is, that is ridiculous for a five meter USB Type C cable. Absolutely insane. Uh, but yeah, as well as that, the all all the usual extras are you've got you know new silicon face. Um, places you go, you can get a charging dock for like 130 quid, which I haven't bothered getting. Uh, carry case, different, different strap colors, all all the usual bits and bobs that you could get for the Quest Two. You'll be, you can get for the Quest Three. That's probably the biggest one that's out at the moment. I know there's a few others kicking around, but this was very much a spur of the moment, and I haven't done my research, so I apologize. <laughs> Just wanted to ask, actually, going back to those battery times. Yes. Uh, the run times, like you're referring to, like it being like, hand, um, sort of wireless, right? So it's like a yeah, that that's yeah. using it in wireless. That's standalone, yeah, yeah, standalone battery time, yeah. Like if someone wanted to go go down that road and get that wireless, like what is the um, like maximum time that you'd expect to be on there? Like if you was gaming, for example, would um, you would you depends. go would you go beyond like what where where the batteries would die anyway? Yeah, uh, you, because it I is think VR. It is VR, and, and you're supposed to realistically take a, a decent break. I think a lot of a certainly seasoned VR players would go beyond two hours, yeah, or two and a half hours quite easily. Um, they may go beyond four, but I probably won't. You see, so uh, I think most people that are playing something probably wouldn't do that without at least a little bit of a break to charge it. Yeah, charge time is about around about two to two and a half hours so so like a hardcore sort of vr player wouldn't necessarily have it uh, like obviously because of the well, because of that two hour because yeah, of that two think, hour thing you, you, i you, think a hardcore vr player as well is unlikely to use yeah. standalone that yeah, yeah, they're, yeah they're more likely to be using base stations and therefore something like an index or and the other actually there is one kind of spare on from that which is if you have the cash definitely worthwhile doing it if you are a pc vr person the vario aero which is the best pretty much the best consumer vr headset you can get in terms of clarity uh this thing is epic has just halved in price from two thousand to one thousand pounds at that point yes it's still expensive but for what you get especially if you are already a person who has Let's say um, you've already got like index-based stations and controllers, so you're already looking at doing this update in your headset. That is definitely worth the upgrade because the visual clarity on that thing is insane. All right. The reason I haven't gone for something like that, apart from the fact that <laughs> I shouldn't, I shouldn't even be spending what I'm spending on the Quest Three, <laughs> is I don't have a room to put base stations in. I don't have a specific area for for, for play. The only real space I have is my lounge. 
I don't want to put base stations up there. And if I'm going to do that, I'm then looking at having to get the base stations and the controllers. That alone will set me back probably five, six hundred quid. Wow. Yeah. And that's without a headset. All right. Uh, but it is worth mentioning with, with the Quest 3, if you are doing PC VR and you have it connected, it is also charging your device. Yeah. Yeah. No, so I just thought running our battery at that point. Yeah. I just thought, you know, it might be worth clarifying, like for anyone who's never done it or maybe thinking about doing it, like whether or not the battery yeah. life is worth it. But uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, actually, one last thing. Uh, all yeah. games for the Quest Two, uh, all the games are uh, compatible with Quest Three, and they're getting a, and they'll be the image, the visuals will be up, updated automatically as well. Um, yeah. So news. Any other news? What, what was we looking? Is anything? Uh, Freddie, do you have anything you wanted to? The only thing I will touch on. There's a lot of news about Cyberpunk and updates and. Yeah, they spent how much money on fixing the bugs? In the uh, game? Approximately 125.9 million. Yeah, so I think that's obviously since its launch. So that's like yeah. the whole whole 2020. Yeah, came out it's three years ago. Um, and also they re- recently released the 2.0 update and the um, that, uh, Liberty, whatever it's called, oh. uh, Phantom Liberty. Atom Liberty expansion yeah. with Eldis Eldis Eyebrow, whatever his name, Eldis Eyebrow, Eyebrow, whatever his name is, Elba, whatever. His, I, can't remember, I can't think of his name now. I said it earlier. Um, guy from he's in, he's in everything. Um, you recognise him if you saw him? Oh, I, I, yeah, oh, I know, I know who you mean, but I can't think of Eldis Eldis Eyebrow. I, I, I'm sorry, I'm literally butchering his name. Butchering his, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but you, you recognise him if you saw him. Um, British actor. He's, he was in the Suicide Squad. Yes, he was. He was. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's, in, he's been in other stuff. Uh, Hobbs and Shaw. Um, he's the bad guy in that. Eldris, I, yeah, El, yeah, yeah, Eldris, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know, I, I knew, I was trying to, I was struggling as yeah, well. So, so he's, I couldn't the, he's the lead. He's the celebrity this time, other than um, Keanu. Keanu. Yeah, Keanu Reeves. Um, and the, this DLC was is rumored to have been cut from the original release, um, and instead of adding it as a as a free DLC, they decided to Charge. expand upon it and 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 make it an expansion. Um, and alongside that, you know, put development into fixing the game. Uh, just very quickly, the game isn't fixed. Um, whatever they spent on, was spent this money on. Uh, it's probably in the the actor's back pocket. Uh, it's, it's definitely not fixed. There's bugs still everywhere. Now I'm not, you know. It, it, you can put up with a lot of bugs. Bugs doesn't necessarily mean that you, you can't play the game. Um, but for me, when you're in the cutscene, the guy suddenly T poses, spins a 360 spin, disappears through the floor. Uh, when you're trying to talk to him, it's kind of annoying. You <laughs> say that's not normal behavior for a person? <laughs> no, not at all. And then the, and I'm going to have to stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I have to stop driving around in my car and then disappearing through the earth and then appearing out in space because I've no clip through the, uh, I've just gone into the back rooms. You know, just, just disappeared. Uh, this is what happens quite a few times in certain areas. Um, the game is, yeah, it's to, compared to what it was, it's light years ahead of where it was, but yeah. it's not. It's not fixed like they're claiming. It's not a hundred percent bug free like they're claiming. I and mean, there's articles galore on, on bugs like already. There's a it's, hat is a hat bug which teleports in cars, uh, which they wear cars on their head. And uh, they walk around with massive, great big cars and lorries on there for, uh, and, you know, and, and completely bugs the game out and crashes it. So you know, there's, there's, n- this like 
complete this news. Uh, we fixed the game and was 2.0 and it's, it's bollocks. Uh, it's just it's just um, media rhetoric. The, the real ones <clears> that are fixing the bugs is the fan patches. Again, modders. Going back to what I said earlier, modders fixed the game. Uh, there was a bunch of fixes for Cyberpunk until the update come along and broke all of them. Um, so the modders have got to go back and put hundreds of hours of fixing and bug fixing and artificial patches that fix all the doodads and what have you. All the, they even add a, a hub. To, you know, you know, you've played Cyberpunk, right? Um, just it's not side 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 tidbit. Just point out how bad, uh, how much the mods do for this game, right? Um, you start off in the area, you come out, the, you come out of the lift, you go through this uh, uh, sort of market where they sell in food and stalls. And you walk past it, the field's all there, all heavily detailed, you know, it looks amazing. I mean, you can't buy any of it, you can't look at, you can't order anything. You go up to the guy behind the counter, he just stares at you like you're doing Starfield. Um, you know, just completely blank, motionless expression, what do you want? You know, nothing, you can't do anything. So the modders actually figured out a way of, A, adding a menu and a sub-menu for this environment, and also adding animations for him eating, or she, he or she, whatever V you pick, eating the food that you buy on the menu. You know, that is that should be one of the things that the game should be making in terms of immersion. And like, we'll have all this intricate detail stallwares, all the doodads and that he's using to cook and make stuff. And then they've got the NPCs are standing there T-posing most of the time. Um, you know, it's 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 a horrible, it's a horrible uh, thing to say, but, you know, there isn't any quality insurance on these games. When, you, when you're buying these massive conglomerate games these days, most of the time, <laughs> bugs you're buying half a product. A lot of these games release in this state and it's just annoying to see. And when and I see an article like this, we fixed the game, play our game. You know, it's, it's, it's the same rhetoric across the board. You know, even Blizzard's doing it with Diablo 4. We fixed our game, come back and play season two. Sod off. Um, so yeah, so it's, it's, don't be fooled. Uh, if you really want to play it, uh, wait, wait until next year. Wait six months where the, the modders have fixed all the stuff. You're on PC. Get the mods the game like it's intended enjoyable <laughs> not the the state it's in right now it's, it's worse is on console console is worse fortunately but the, you know it's, it's, i just can't believe that people are like oh yeah let's praise them for spending 126 million on what fuck all <laughs> Completely nothing nothing to show for it other than more t-posing bugs and car heads apparently so you know it's you know it's, it's laughable laughable did your project red you know, it's a sad state of affairs because the game is actually really good. You get past all the bugs. But um, yeah, just that news things just kind of the rant. What a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, We're back with the rants. Yay. <laughs> I'm making up for lost time because I've been away for so long. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's what just it? annoying. It's just. I think yeah. the gaming industry as a whole is becoming so you say it first. But that's also. Like I think that's also just following, like t- the time that we're in anyway. Now, um, it's, it's release it first, fix it later mentality, yeah. which is is wrong. Um, we come from a generation where we had the game uh, when it released, it worked. You know, it just works. Wasn't a meme. You know, it actually worked. And uh, it's a sad state of affairs when you look back across the years and see what a sorry state AAA the AAA industry has become. You look at the indie industry, however, the indie industry is booming. Yes, um, and it, it it isn't going to be so much now, thanks to thanks to Unity. Oh, yes, <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting for so, Unity. I was, Unity. I was about, I was about a... to thank. 
was about to thank Unity for making me have to learn <laughs> bloody Unreal Engine now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've 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 abandoned all Unity projects, and so have a lot of people. Um, I don't know if we I don't know, we are way behind in this news report. Um, and there isn't much else in the news that I can see other than Cyberpunk and Starfield <laughs> bugs and memes. Um, so I will, if you're like, well, we're going to talk about the Unity thing. Um, and how I don't know if you're familiar with uh, the Unity drama, Mrs. Bingling. Um, not very. It does affect a lot of the games that we actually yeah. play. Yes, it affects literally ninety percent of the games that we play because um, most of the games we play are made with Unity. Fasmo, Fasmo being one of them, and there was a yeah. big thing that they weren't sure what was happening with that. So, no. and they're still not sure now. Because, no. Um, so what? What? What's the big hoo ha about this then? So basically, what Unity tried to do is uh, they tried to use an install fee and a play fee. Uh, as type of monetization to earn them some more money, um, so they, and they tried to retro add this retroactively to games into game releases ten ten years plus ago. You, you so face it for instance, uh, the way they said is that if you have uh, download you had your game downloaded two hundred thousand times uh, and you've made a hundred thousand dollars in profit, then we would like you to pay us. Uh, an install fee and an uninstall fee of uh, 20 cents for every time this game has been downloaded and every time this game has been installed. Um, and say, for instance, said game, for example, um, out, of, out, of, out of example, say, uh, Hong Kong, not, uh, not, uh, Genshin Impact, which was made with Unity Engine, has been downloaded uh, 18 billion times. Um, <laughs> you work out how much money they would have to pay Unity if this went through. Um, and that's as an example. And if you're a small indie developer like Phasmophobia and you've sold uh, 2 million copies or plus, uh, then you are looking to be paying back the unity they wanted about, if I think all the calculator I saw was about half a million dollars. Uh, and they don't, have, they don't have half a million dollars, obviously. Yeah. Uh, well, the money they did have, they put into development and R&R uh, to you know, keep their game alive and keep it going. Um, since it's not a monetized game, it's not a subscription game. So this this... This the the guy that behind this, uh, the head of Unity was an act is an actual former EA uh, CEO. So he used to be work for EA. Call me surprise. Now this I can't remember his name. Uh, forgive me, but I'm just going to call him Dickhead because he is Miss Microtransaction is his name. <laughs> um, I don't know if you're familiar. We tried to implement a uh, monetization for ammo in Call of Duty. So whenever your gun ran out of ammo, a little pop-up would come up and you'd have to pay a dollar every time to refill the ammo in your gun. In Call of Duty? In Call of Duty. This is what he tried to do. This is what, this is what got him sacked. This is what he tried to do. He tried to push this and he said everyone should be willing to pay for ammo. And, and they go to the player base. And, and, and yeah, also you have to pay to, to, for a start button and you have to pay for, an, uh, for a, a menu and you have to pay for a uh, a B X Y Z control scheme. You have to pay for remap remapping your buttons. This is the this is the lunacy of this guy that was you know was 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 you know doing. Uh, so the EA went, yeah, that's too much even for us. See you later. Kicked him out, um, and then he ended up at Unity. God knows how he ended up. God knows who he banged to get at the top of Unity. But there's no no one in their right mind would hire this guy in a million years. Anyone with any saying? I guess uh, the fact that Unity stock levels stock levels dropped 15 percent after this <laughs> announcement um you know just goes to show how uh, how excited how everyone was enthralled by this uh install 
uh, uninstall and uh, uh, you know to, you know um, in uh, played fee was was uh, so uh, obviously uh, the internet went absolutely apeshit. Every single indie developer that's ever used in Unity basically tore them a new one on uh, social media. Uh, bazillions of posts and uproar uh, statements from every single company under the sun. All of the games that we own, uh, Phasmophobia. Um, there's loads of if you look across the Unity engine, I think, I think about 80 60 percent of Steam games are made with Unity. Uh, because the original they originally had a clause where basically it was the cheapest thing they had, there wasn't a lot of money involved, it was a flat fee, and then then it was there was no like subscription base. They they basically paid uh, Unity a flat fee, which was a professional subscription, I think, which is basically uh, is that it gives them like a, a I don't know what it gives them, but I didn't give them enough money in their opinion. Um, and uh, they, they wanted basically Unity, the CEO of Unity went, we want more money because uh, fuck you. That's why. Um, so th- it was absolutely d- disgusting. Uh, and if they had gone through with this and th- what they've what they've put in place isn't much better, uh, but it's better than it was. Um, it isn't going to bankrupt loads of, uh, loads of companies now, but uh, almost everybody who complained um, about this, this you know, basically coin flip on on the uh, devs, uh, all said, right, well, fuck you, we're not, we're not staying with someone with, because there was, there was no, there was no, I must profess there, was, there was no pre-talk, there was no notification, there was no indication that they were going to do this. They didn't tell anybody anything and just sprung it as a Twitter announcement on everybody, and it was going to be retroactively applied on the first of January. <laughs> So, you know, for starters, that's illegal in pretty much every country, uh, changing the terms and conditions of the contract without any negotiation or prior warning. You can't just do that. You have to have written permission from both parties involved before a contract is changed. Um, legally, in, in any sort of uh, business uh, argument, there are laws that protect against this in the UK. There are laws that protect this in much most of Europe. And uh, there are laws that protect this in certain states in the US. However, uh, Unity decided there could be a law on themselves and decide to go... <laughs> <laughs> you want all your money, and there's nothing you can do about it because we say so with the law. <laughs> uh, and they got they got well and truly shafted. Um, so they ran away with a tail between their legs, and they came back uh, with a, a flat fee offer of two point five percent. Anything that's in, uh, anything that's been installed over two hundred thousand times and has made over two hundred thousand dollars in profit, and they have to pay a flat two point five percent fee, and uh, all this stuff will be negotiated with individual contractors. Uh, as they see fit and terms and conditions. And, you know, they basically removed the installation fee, but they added a bunch of nuances and other bullshit, um, which a lot of people still aren't happy with. So uh, pretty much everybody is now going to be moving over to Unreal. <laughs> Epic, Epic have gone, <laughs> money! And uh, so many people have jumped ship already. Uh, there's loads of, there's, you know, fool me once, shame on me, fool me twice, piss off. Um, is the, is the the word of the developer? No, I'm, I'll talk, I'm not I'm sort of going on. I'm, should other people talk? Because you know, I talk too much. <laughs> but uh, just very quickly, I just I just think it's um, absolutely abhorrent what they what they're doing. And the quite rightly, the developers have all now either ending their Unity contracts when they run out. They're switching over to over Godot. Godot is the other really good one, or Unreal Engine. Um, this this has lost this has lost Unity billions, and I hope they burn. Uh, into into the river sticks with this uh, the whoever's in charge not not like uh, as a personal but the company the company it, it, no you don't do that you don't pull the 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 sand you don't pull the foundations out of your agreement and then change it with quicksand 
Um, it's it's ridiculous. Um, what do you guys think of the whole situation? I've talked enough now. <laughs> I mean, I've only got one thing to say, really, and that's that the CEO must give a really good blowjob to get where he is. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad yeah. we said, we have the same thinking there, because that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> he, his head game must be at peak condition. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much <laughs> dude's sitting in the CEO chair with no gag reflex <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, yeah. the, he's the glory of unity um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I just I wonder what they how they how did they realistically think this was gonna gonna go down yeah, no one knows. That's I can't true. imagine anybody would have looked at that and gone, "Yeah, they're going to be fine with that." <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That's, that's what everyone says. Like, who, who, who went over this and went, "Yeah, it's, it'll be fine." I think, I think it depends on what clauses they've got in their um, contract. Because if they've got some sneaky little things in their T's and C's, true. Yeah, there, there, there is. There, there was some stuff they tried to put in there um, because you know, but you know, in business. Just because they say something is going to happen in business law doesn't mean it's going to. So they, they try to put a lot of sneaky, you know, subcontext and subtext and you know, small details here and there throughout the um, the original contracts to sort of sign wiggle their weasel their way in with this agreement because um, they did actually put a prefect saying is we are by signing this agreement. Like if you read any terms and conditions, right, there's always a clause. Is by signing this agreement. You agree that we can change our blah 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 any time, and we yeah. can revoke access to blah, blah blah. That's actual bullshit. They yeah. can't actually do that. Um, there are legal, there are laws in place to protect the consumer and and the um, companies that deal with this sort of stuff. And um, they can't just make it up and do whatever they want. Um, you know, which is they seem to all forget. They, they always seem to think that everyone's naive, stupid, doesn't know law, doesn't know business law, doesn't know what they're doing. You know, they, they're very sneaky in that regards. Uh, a lot of these big companies think that take you for a mug. And uh, when you re- when they realize that you can't be taken for a mug, they all fold like a cack- stack of cards. Um, so, yeah, it's, it is ridiculous that they think they can just do whatever they want. What they no also seem to forget is that most businesses, especially big businesses, as soon as you destroy that trust with users, yep. it's very hard to get it back. Yeah, oh yeah, very hard. You won't get it back. It's very rare, very very rare for it to for um, the trust to come back. And yeah, you know, we just talked. I just spoke about them, but the CD Project Red is a fantastic example of broken trust. Yeah, with, with all the hype they had surrounding their previous games, and then they brought out that disaster of Cyberpunk. The trust was gone, and the, you know, it's three years they've tried to claw back that trust. They still haven't got it. A lot of people are like, no. But it's even worse for a Unity engine, which is a foundation of almost a lot of games, and a lot of people have put money, time, effort, resources, life. You know, there's people that have literally sacrificed everything for their projects to get it off the ground, uh, and only to be told that the next day, oh, you're going to have to pay Unity, um, you know, 250 grand because your game's successful, and we've now implemented an install fee. A good example is another good example is uh, have you heard of Crab Crab Game? Yeah. All right, that game was made by a YouTuber, right? Free to play game developed in Unity. Um, but he worked out that he would have to, if this went through, he'd have to pay you'd have to pay Unity five five point two eight million dollars for how many times it's been installed and uninstalled and the other bullshit they added. Which is just he says I I he says I don't even have a fraction of that. So because it was free, it wasn't monitored. So what they what he, what the Unity uh, CEO was trying to do was kill free to play. 
it was trying to kill free to play games. So he was trying to basically make everything monetized. So every single orifice of any game that was made in Unity, including their built-in ad engine, which is another thing we need to talk about as well. Their their, their built-in ad engine they wanted everyone to swap over to, which is also a bit of them in the ass. Uh, where they wanted all they basically wanted their fingers in all the pies and to eat everything at once and have the cake and eat it and everyone shut up and take it. That that's the, the long and short of it. Um they just they just wanted everyone to bend over and they wanted their way with every developer under the sun. And obviously of course that isn't and I have we're going back to the alcohol off a while. Back to the original point making was whoever thought of this and thought this was okay, um, I don't know. They obviously don't have a brain in between their ears. Um or they weren't willing to say no. You know, there must have been just yes men around him or, and women um, just telling him, you know, oh, yes, a great idea. Yeah, we'll make loads of money. It'll be perfectly fine. You know, nobody's going to get... Nobody's going to notice. No one's going to count to sue us. No one's going to leave. No one's going to no one's going to jump ship. Everyone's going to be very, perfectly happy giving us more money with nothing else to show for it and no, 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 nothing in return. There was nothing in return that Unity were offering to these developers for this horrible implementation. It was just give, 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 give us money. Yeah, you know, and, and as you well, as you know, contracts work both ways. You have to, yeah, yeah, both parties have to have get something out of it. You know, and like you say, and like you say, he must be he's obviously very good at giving head if he's got always got everything <laughs> his own way. Um uh, uh, Yeah, I just I uh, I'd I'd love to have been a fly on the wall in the boardroom when they made that decision. Yeah. yeah. I got a great idea, have you now? <laughs> really? You think that's gonna work? It's it's a it's a great example of greed over profit uh, over over consumer. Um, you know we aren't we aren't anyone important. We're just we're just a, a resource to be farmed in the eyes of the corporations. And until people start, you know, waking up as much as much as, uh, as as we have done, and a lot of people are sort of coming around to the you know saying no to these big corporations and their nonsense. Just um, say no, kids. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Don't do drugs. <laughs> And don't you don't, don't do unity. unity. <laughs> <laughs> Get that on a t-shirt. Yeah. Don't do drugs and don't do unity. <laughs> see these eggs. Each other. <laughs> see these eggs. See this frying pan. That's your brain on unity. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's it's unreal. The fallout is unreal, actually. If you looked at look at X at Twitter, right, and uh, look at the post. Someone there was a guy on on Twitter that was compl- uh, collaborating all of the companies that made statements. Uh, I think over 450 companies made statements saying telling Unity to reconsider and uh, and you know revoke this decision, and over half of them were basically telling Unity to fuck off, and we're not they're not doing business with you anymore. So they lost over half their business by doing this, you know, and the rest of them are either staying through contractual obligations and they put too much time and money in the engine and the game to sort of back out. Now a lot of them, a lot of people, a lot of companies in that position did say that you know we're done. Um, with this, with Unity after this, we're moving to Unreal, we're moving to Godot. So it's, I don't think Unity are going to be about in a, in a couple of years' time. I, th- I think they're done. I think they've self-owned themselves into oblivion. The other the really annoying thing about all this as well is that this happened right at the time when the Quest 3 was launched and they have put a lot of effort into making it much easier to build VR and AR stuff in Unity for Unity, Quest 3. Yeah. It could not come at a worse time for them. No. And the amount of stress they put on everybody as well. All the all the development team in Phasmophobia, in, in um, 
Oh, all the other ghost games we played. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, that well, pretty, pretty much every ghost game that we've played. Yeah. In yeah, fact, I was just going to say, like, um, you know, Untitled Ghost Game, which is the one that you mentioned to us. Yeah. Um, I, I only want to briefly mention them just because, like, the actual dev came into my chat and he was like, you know, cause, and we've got onto that subject. We, you know, it's a, it's a sore subject for him, clearly. But the actual lead dev came into my chat and was like, yeah. So we was obviously... I'm trying to sort of like help him by sort of showcasing it. Obviously, I don't have a big audience, but like for him to come into my chat anyway, for as me as being as you know the small fry that I am, you know the fact that the this is a free to play game as well. It's what you were saying about free to play games. You know, yeah. people don't have that kind of cash. I mean, for them to make it free to play, they didn't have to make it free to play, and they no. did, and they and they've been told, oh yeah, by the way, if it's uh, install uninstall kind of bullshit that goes that came along with that. Um, that deal was just absolutely outrageous and absolutely disgusting. And um, yeah, it's going to be those, those guys that have made that have, all of those come, all of those um, games that we've played and that we've mentioned. Um, like I said, pretty much every game that I own is Unity because it's yeah, all they're all they're all ghost hunting games, which is what I've kind of building my channel on. Is all, all yeah. of those you know? Um, yeah, there's there's yeah, it's just uh, just bullshit <laughs> it's just uh, it's going to be sad like i hope there's a solution for all of the all of those games forewarned and you know um the D- devourer i think is also another one of those that yeah. we've played in the yeah. past yeah um, i imagine yeah. phantom hysteria as well yeah yeah i would imagine so i mean i've pretty much guessed that they are all using um i think I think is it Ghost Exiles that you was uh, looking into as well, Freddy? As yeah, well, I yeah, I think that's out, yeah. also another one. I think, like I said, it's pretty much most Comrade, of what I own. Comrade Stevenson's on Unity as well. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, and that's that is like a you know, and they're all very small teams. Some of them are only one one person developers one, and people. Yeah, yeah, and they're not really, you know, they 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 looked at Unity as a as a means of like you know because it's the cheapest way of of developing games. So. Yeah, uh, the, yeah. Uh, it is the it is the cheapest option. Uh, yeah, well, it was. Now it was. Unreal have changed it. They've changed their the dot and Unreal have changed their pricing because of this Unity colossal fuck up. Uh, so now it's uh, and Unity have actually Unity have actually paved the way for more Unreal development teams, and uh, we're going to have a lot more Unreal Engine five games now because of this, um, which is a good thing in the long run because it's, I don't know if you've seen yeah. the new Unreal Engine five. It is light years ahead of Unity. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of good stuff to be coming to come out of this uh, unfortunate situation. Um, uh, thankfully, the the learning curve from switching to Unity to Unreal wasn't that so, isn't quite so bad. Uh, I, I, I watched I watched a video of someone explaining the terminology and how it all changes, and it, it, it is pretty much only a few words that need to be changed in the uh, in the in the coding side of it. So, good luck to everyone that switched over to Unreal from this Unity situation. I feel sorry for everybody. Still involved, and the situation hasn't hasn't resolved as of now. Uh, a lot of companies are still uncertain if they're going to be using Unity. They they brought out a new pricing system. Um, I haven't really gone into it that much, apart from that there's a flat fee of two point five percent. I don't know the rest of it because I kind of went and oh, we get got glazed over, you know, thinking it's whatever they offer isn't going to be good enough anyway. And there was some clause about installing, and um, there was there was some stuff they did say they were removing the install fee. You know, oh, thanks very much. You know, how kind of you. We're doing you a favor by removing this thing that would have bankrupted half the industry. Oh yeah, thanks, thanks, well done. Um, 
you know, so they're absolutely clueless. And yeah, it's it's absolutely ridiculous the the situation. And if you listen, if you listen carefully with these clicks, this is me uninstalling Unity. Right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a great guide on how to uninstall Goodbye. Unity across across YouTube right now. <laughs> it's something unprecedented. You don't you don't see colossal. Yeah, only Blizzard fuck up like this this badly usually. Uh, and now they're sort of past the, the fuck up gene to the Unity uh, and the EA. So that you know, it's 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 good to share. It's good to share exactly. It's good to it's good to see these like big companies falling on their ass and paying the price for it. You know, accountability is real. Internet. You know, there are actions. There are consequences for your actions. You cannot just go around doing whatever you want. You entitled pricks. <laughs> um, you know, and this it's. it's it's the age of entire. I've said this. I've said this for a very long time. If you followed the bits and pieces gaming podcast since its inception, you will know that I've said it's the age of entitlement. And look what the age of entitlement has brought us: the end of unity. Because he thought he was entitled to all money because he's an un- unsufferable asshole. Um, so that's what get. That's what. That's what um, entitlement gets you. Nothing. Right. <laughs> Stop being entitled, dicks. Everyone in, in, across the board. You know. Just. just Unity, especially, but especially the this internet. has been a party political broadcast by yeah, the Freedy Party. Vote exactly, exactly. <laughs> Freedy, I'll fix the internet. Uh. <laughs> um, I'll fix Twitter by getting rid of Elon Musk. That would fix a lot of problems. I'll, 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 I'll rename it back to Twitter to start. Freddy Show comes with his own VMP. <laughs> <laughs> the Nation Box in the link below. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Perhaps a bit of a hot take, but I would be very curious to know how many of the big wigs of Unity have shares in the other companies, and whether or not this has been a decision on their that high of a level to shut down Unity because they've all got shares in other companies. Oh, that would be interesting because that would be inside, massively you, insider trading, about, wouldn't it? It's about insider <laughs> trading. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that. Was, a lot of people were talking about that as well. Um, they did it on purpose, and then when the and then the, the when the shares went back up. And they did get more money. That that is that is that is a possible reason as well for this. this it's destruction. One of the only logical things that you can think of, other than somebody has colossally fucked up. I, I think he's done it before as yeah, well. Yeah, true. I think I'm not. This is only hearsay. You know, I don't know if it's true or anything. But I, on some of the Reddit posts that we're talking about, I can't remember his name. Really, I can't remember his name. The CEO of Unity has been rumored to be, you know, uh, involved in insider trading through the grapevine. Um, but we, you know, there's no, there's no, there's no one's going to come out and admit that, are they? So a lot of, but again, you are right. A lot of companies are do do this, um, and unfortunately, it's at the expense of the consumer and the customer, and you know that's never going to change. The Muppet's name, for those that are interested, is John Ricitiello. He sounds like a bell end. <laughs> Looks like a John Ricitiello. Did I say that yes. right? <laughs> yeah, no, that's that. Right. Shitty yellow. <laughs> right. Well, I think we um, can move on from that, can't we? Not very much. We can escape the black hole that is uni. <laughs> Sorry, right. Corey Hole that is uni. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just checking the time now. Has anyone got um, anyone want to any final? Final thoughts, final things that they wanted to add just before we sort of like start coming up to a close now, I think. Yeah, I, I just want to quickly say um, uh, go and get Last Epoch instead of 
Barbara Rifle. Yes, yes, I would actually agree with that. <laughs> self, self, little plug there for, for last epoch. Um, I don't know if you saw the news about Diablo 4. Let's quickly talk about Diablo 4, actually. You saw the news. <laughs> it's um, not a podcast about Diablo 4. <laughs> no, it's not. No, no. Or Blizzard. Or Blizzard, um, yeah. Our, our, famous, our famous chums in Blizzard, um, thankfully, aren't as bad as Unity right now. But uh, they have been doing some shady stuff with, with Diablo 4, uh, as uh, me and Steve have been massively out of pocket. Thanks to Diablo 4 being suckered in by that 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 ultimate edition uh, and got given fuck all for it in the actual game. Every yeah. other game they own, they give you something. They give you something. Then Diablo 4, no, here's a here's a here's a, a mount and a lamp, and that's it. Oh, yeah. oh by the way, here's a here's a 20 levels of our season pass, so you can get some cosmetics because you know we're not going to put actual drop sets in the game to make it look cool. You're going to have to pay for it. Um, so, yeah. So they're bringing out season two. Now, I dumped, I dumped Diablo four ages ago, uh, back in season one, when I got to level fifty and said the game was shit, boring, nothing to do. And it's just, um, you know, it's been meme for a while. Um, if you see the, the memes of all the developers all sitting in, the, in their chairs, all looking dejected, it's quite, you know, it's quite a sad state of affairs again. But uh, for those that love the action RPG genre, uh, like myself, I love action RPGs. Uh, Mr. Steve has played them pretty much everything I've played and has played alongside me in almost all yes, those games. Yes. Uh, and we, we tend to play these games together when we can. And it's a very enjoyable game. Um, Diablo 3 is Diablo 4 isn't a bad game gameplay wise. Where it suffers is itemization, loot, time consuming, and just lack of variety. Just complete lack of variety. Every dungeon looks the same. You fight the same six enemy types over and over again. There's one boss in the whole, two bosses in the whole game, um, and the map is massive. It, it is like, like Starfield. It is padding, padding across the board. Um, and these random events turn up, and it's just not satisfying at all. Um, Diablo Three wasn't the best game in the world, but at least it had decent loot, de- you know, fairly good itemization, and you know, it was it was fairly decent to play. The seasons were at least fun for the most part, especially in the later t- the later years. Diablo 4 comes straight out the gate of season one, season one, which is a season of malignant. When it you just you just great, you just pick up rotten hearts and shove them in your face, and then currently get a, a new ability that does nothing really for most classes. But it, it's just boring. Like it was just it was just tedious, and you expected to level, re-level every season to get this gimmick that would be the whatever it was, which is the hearts. So we all quit the game. I think the only one that still plays it is Sneak Assassin out of our group. Um, and yeah, it's just it's just boring. Like we all agree that it was shit, boring. You know, I had enough. You know, and we moved on. Um, so this season two, that's been in the news, and they've all been over the you know Blizzard have been promoting <laughs> Diablo everywhere in in, in uh, Overwatch. Uh, it's the Diablo event in Overwatch, which is hilarious. And she's also in, and uh, Lilith is also in Call of Duty, which is which is hilarious to me. Because um, you know our game's shit, so we'll put it in every other game. Um, you know our, our own our own antagonist that we killed off at the end of the game for no fucking reason, and it's it's just laughable. The season two is a season of the vampire, the season of blood, uh, where you're going to fight vampires. How original! Um, so we've got demons, angels, and now vampires. Um, which are vampires have already been always been in Diablo lore. Uh, if you go back to Diablo one, vampires have always been about, and they introduced a uh, blood class, uh, the blood knight, in the mark. Diablo Immortal, which I'm hoping will transition over to Diablo 4, because in all honesty, that class kicks ass. It's just in a very bad mobile game. 
and uh, hopefully it will transition to the very bad PC game. Um, so what's my point in all this rambling is that season two is coming. Season of the Blood is going to add 22 vampire powers uh, and a bunch of new loots. They, they've reduced, they're, they're changing the Uber uniques to now actually be farmable and they will drop and you can actually get them. Uh, the problem is when you get them, you can't use them because they're literally only limited to a handful of abilities in certain builds. Um, which again doesn't really solve the itemization problem. They're changing the drop rates on pretty much all of the uh stuff for the tiers. The so tier four only drop um celestial or ancestral gear, and then tier three will drop that equivalent. We won't won't be sacred items, it will be the, the whatever tier three drops. I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> um that specifically uh sort of um power for that unit. So you don't keep getting stuff that you don't need. Like for instance, um, tier on on tier two, you get the sacred stuff. On tier one, you only get the normal stuff. I think tier three is the ancestral, and tier four, I don't know what it's called. But it's 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 it, you only get that unique in that area. You don't get it's not full of sacred and ancestral drops. It's just full of whatever that tier four drop is, which is a good change because that eliminates a lot of fluff. Um, we're hoping there was a big stream about um, changing the itemization and removing certain affixes. So you don't have uh, damage to damage to frozen, damage to frost, damage to cold, damage to slightly uh, fro uh, frozen, damage to slightly frostbitten. You should just have damage to cold, damage to fire, damage to earth, damage to lightning. You know, instead it's a, a zillion different variations like shocked, um, static, and that sort of crap. It's just full of all that shit, right? They get rid of all that, the game's going to be instantly bad. I digress. So it's been like um, a hot minute since we've jumped into Diablo 4. They've made some changes. I mean, they've uh, reduced the... It, it, you know that XP nerf they did in Season 1, Steve? Yeah. They, yeah. they, nerfed, they nerfed power leveling. Well, yeah. they've, they've removed <clears throat> that nerf now. All right. So, uh, you know, well done. Well done, well done Blizzard. You, know, you, you took away the fun and you gave the fun back and then there's nowhere to play the game. Um, I think I think streaming numbers for Diablo 4 is only something like 700 to 800 players are, are streaming Diablo compared to it's, you know when it launched it was at 190. Yeah, it's so. a massive drop. I yeah. know that I know that has been a massive drop on um, um, on its uh, player base. Yeah, and and the, and the servers are the same. Yeah, games are actually falling off a cliff, and they're trying to get people back. But I don't I don't see how this update. It's going to be another tedious upgrade update. Um, you know, whatever they've changed, whatever stuff they've done, the damage is done. They're not coming back from this. Um, you know, they're improving the game of every season. They're taking, they're apparently taking community feedback into account and making the changes. Um, apparently, they fixed the uh, issue with stashes now. So now you can trade with people, and they haven't got to load up their bazillion stash tabs that they said they had to. Um, you know, that's you. You know that that was a complete load of crap because you've played Last Epoch, which doesn't have any of that no. uh, garbage. Uh, is is made by a team of only fifty people instead of <clears throat> nine hundred, uh, and is not affiliated with Blizzard in any kind. Is and is a uh, it's been an independent game, a kickstarted game back in two thousand nineteen, and I'm just going to quickly just go into Last Epoch very very quickly. It's an action RPG. It's twenty nine pound on Steam. I highly recommend anyone who likes RPGs, action RPGs, to buy the game. It is an early access still, uh, but it's coming out of early access uh, in December with a massive. Uh, update coming as well, uh, which uh, which overhauls a lot of stuff. Um, just like Diablo 3, the, the classes are locked to gender. Um, they're, they're looking to change that in the future. 
in terms of like uh, classes and stuff and accessibility, it's much easier than Diablo 4. It's much easier than Path of Exile. There is a lot of depth in there if you if you if you like stats and managing, but there's there's manageable fixes. The crafting system is incredible. Um, you can literally get specific stats for your weapons and build how exactly how you want to build your characters, literally stat for stat, uh, providing you farm the resources and get the resources which are obtainable. Um, there's there's no stupid um, you know pay to win system. There's no paywall. Um, the game looks good. The game runs runs well. Um, you know, there's a few there's a few issues with loading into scene into into um, areas at the moment because this, their servers are overloaded because of the massive influx of people they've had recently from X Dive X Diablo four players Diablo three players and Path of Exile players jumping ship uh, because Path of Exile is way too complicated in the end game for me. Um, I love that game. I played it for a long time, um, but the end game content is just way goes woo. So I was looking for something a little bit more lighthearted, but still had a bit of com- complex to it. So just very quickly, Last Epoch. Seriously, it's worth your money. That comes with a freely seal of approval. Mm-hmm. Um, highly recommend it, even in its early access state. And um, yeah, highly recommend you buy that. It's coming to consoles in the future as well. Um, and and just while quickly, while I mentioned Lost Ark is on the rebound and is, is coming back as well. Um, as much as we ha- we had some. We have a lot to say about Lost Ark back in the day when it when it when it all tits up and again me and Steve are out of pocket <clears throat> we paid for the uh, edition and, and it's it, like it fools we bit. were yeah that uh, money in his full soul parted and we we lost a lot of money <laughs> to the hype of games um, but it's it's on they're on the mend they've changed a lot of stuff they've they've now got a new uh, speed leveling server uh, where you can get to the end game quicker and you can get to all the new content and all the new changes that they've implemented. Which is a good shout, I reckon. It's, it's like a season, but sped up, um, and you get a, a load of new gear and stuff, and free cosmetics and mounts and stuff. If you play the game now, um, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, I highly recommend checking that out. It's free to play, and that's going to be improved as well. And one more shout out uh, to games that I should think you should go back to if you haven't played for a long time, uh, and that's Amazon's um, MMO New uh, World. New, new world has recently had an, up, uh, an expansion um, called Rise of the Angry Earth, which I just thought was hilarious. The Earth is very angry. Uh, the thought this Rise of the Earth would have been sufficient. It's a sign uh, of times, isn't it? Yeah, yeah Rise <laughs> of the Angry Earth. Yeah, Rise of the Entitled Earth would have been better. <laughs> um, but yeah, th- again, that game's had massive changes, and we should really go back to that at some point, check it out, and give you our opinions on it, whether it's worth playing again and after all the uh, bullshit has happened to that game. Um, but yeah, this it's, apparently it's good. Uh, I've, yeah, I have I have reason to believe along the pipeline of of forums and things that I've read and videos I've seen that um, New World is very very good now. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's it from me. I'm going to zip it before I talk over the time <laughs> the timeline. It's time to go. So I'm it's time to go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I will. Why? Why? Everyone's falling asleep to my monotone voice. <laughs> The Freddy Show now available on Audible. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Thank you. Yeah, no, that's good. Good stuff. Um, No, I did say I I was trying to sort of push push for time. So because I've got work tomorrow, so (laughs) sorry for the sorry for the rush. (laughs) Anyone just wanted to add something because we we are going to wind up the show now. Um, Please say now or forever hold your peace. Or if, if everyone's done is what I should say. Um, 
Maybe we should get to it. Do do we have a joke of the week then? If if everyone's done for for now, and I'm not I'm not hearing then yes done? or no. Are we, so. are we done, Bacon? I'm well done. I, I'm crispy. Kate, this is. <laughs> oh, I'm on. You're you're done. Right. So <laughs> so is any anyone want to weigh in on the joke of the week, or should we just uh, not worry about it and then get one next time? Maybe. I do have a, a standard joke which I tend to tell. When somebody asks you know me what? for a joke, <laughs> if you're as, interested in hearing as, it. As the, as, the, as the new member or the guest, I slash the guest, if you like, um, depending on how, whether you're going to return. But um, yeah, <laughs> uh, go for it. Go on. Let's hear your, your let's, Kate's, Kate's joke of the week. <laughs> What's the difference between an old bus stop and a lobster with breast implants? What? what is it? One's a crusty bus station, the other's a busty crustacean. <laughs> I heard that joke about two years ago and I've never forgotten it. <laughs> Brilliant. Didn't even need the tumbleweeds for that one. No, we didn't. So, <laughs> that's well above what we're used to. There we go. <laughs> yeah, we go. <laughs> oh, I was just about to do that. Beat <laughs> <laughs> you to it. Brilliant. Thank you very much, Kate. All right. And uh, so with that being said, that's pretty much how we uh, will end the show. So, yes, um, I guess let's go around round the table, just find out if people playing any new games recent, um, you know, in the next week or so, or whenever, because I don't know when we're going to be back. But um, uh, let's go with, well, Kate, um, I guess you will be continuously joining me on the Phasmo front. But um, is there any game that you got lined up or you could continue to play? Yeah, uh, definitely going to be playing some more Phasmo. Yeah. Um, I'd quite like to try out Deceit at some point soon. Yes, yes, I would like to um, jump in on that as well. Yeah, and then other than that, I will be continuing to grind the Binding of Isaac. <laughs> yes, and I, I on, on the basis of your last, on, on your, the last time that you came in, the last episode that you was in, I actually have actually now got that. And I can honestly say I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's one of those I've really got to get to get to grips with it a little bit more but I, I, I don't don't dislike it it's just I, I need to get used to it I think that's more oh, yeah. I think it's like uh, the dungeon crawler auto um, is it auto shooter I think no I think you do, do actually have to it's aim as well shooter, twin sticks so, yes it yeah. is isn't it oh, that's what I was trying to get hell. to bullet hell bullet hell, hell game. Yeah. bullet hell game but uh, yeah, uh, once I get to grips with it a little bit more, better I can actually start. I might. I, I'll probably come to you for advice at least. Let's let's put it okay. that way. <laughs> Do you well, need DLC for multiplayer. Um, you know what? I don't actually know. That's a really good question. I tried to play co-op with Steve before, and I couldn't mm-hmm. get it to work properly. Um, so it might error. be one of the. It might be after this. Yeah, that's, that's, what I think, that's what I was thinking because I've seen co-op things of it and I was like, I want to play that. I want to do that. Yeah. It, I don't know if you can game. do it in Rebirth, which is the base game, but um, no, Afterbirth, Afterbirth you should be able to. I, I'm going to buy Afterbirth right now. Then. Afterbirth is a good expansion, to be fair. It's, it adds a lot of new items. Oh, cool. Yeah. There we go. Bit of, uh, there we are. We actually did uh, get a bit of a tip there as well. For hey. the, uh, yeah. Yeah. Excellent. So, uh, Bacon, I know you because you're all, again, you've been busy as well. I think we're all getting busier now, as uh, that's why we're not 
put, putting out as much content as, as we'd like to. But yeah, when we do get together, we obviously try and do one of these episodes. Uh, Bacon, like, yeah. Again, same sort of question, if there's anything, because like, obviously streaming might not be a thing, but if it yeah, is... streaming is one of those things. It's it's, it's going to be a thousand when, as it always is. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping more towards Christmas time, assuming I'm still employed. Um, <laughs> and hopefully over the Christmas period, I'll, I'll be able to do a bit of streaming. But uh, up and besides that, I'll be continuing with with Starfield, most likely. Uh, I have just managed to grab Darksiders and Darksiders 2 on cheap on Xbox, so I will likely delve into them. Uh, I only really wanted Darksiders 2, but the original was like three ninety nine. I was like, yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's probably probably what we play. Plus the myriad of games that I haven't touched yet, or have still to complete, like Cyberpunk. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's probably what I'll be doing. Good, good stuff, good stuff. And obviously, uh, Freddie is like. Yeah, only other person I know that does stream still. Yeah, you've got. I mean, you you've had take, taken a bit of a break. I know recently, but like, um, yeah. you're getting your streams back into some sort of trying to get trying to trying, yeah, trying to, to come, so trying to come back to some some sort of routine. Um, a bit, a bit game game wise, anything you're looking forward to playing, or you want to continue playing? Um, yeah, I mean, I've been, I started streaming Sifu uh, last week. I'm aiming to finish hopefully tomorrow. Um, and then I've got, um, I'm going to return to some old games, um, Max Payne 3, uh, Ooh, 2 and nice. 1. I'm going to be going through them in order. Excellent games. Um, I haven't played them for a very long time. I've got a new game called Humanity, which is a... Um, it's got to be Zombie, similar, surely. It's, it's, it's similar to Zomb- Project Zomboid, but it's, uh, it's, um, it's Unreal Engine 5, uh, and it's all 3D. And it's, it's just come out, uh, come out a couple of weeks ago. And it's uh, it's in very very early access. Um, it's quite good. It's a bit cumbersome right now, but um, the, the dev team are going to be updating that, and I have faith it's going to be really good when they 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 get you know, fix some things that are currently wrong with the game. Um, I've also got on the background I've got um, Borders Gate Free, <laughs> which I want to stream at some point. Uh, at least the the, the my ending because um, there's so many of them. It doesn't really matter if I stream an ending or not. Um, I want to return to Seven Days to Die. I want to return to... I want to also stream uh, Dragon's Dogma before the sequel comes out. So Dragon's Dogma I want to, want to return to. And obviously you've got Phasmophobia. I like to play more Demonologist. I'm going to get Ghost Exile. Um, I want to do a stream of I Am Future as well, the, the cozy survival game, which is a which is a, made in Unity. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a really, it's a really good little game. And last but not least... The final game I'm probably going to be playing is called Saint Maker for the Halloween week, which is a Ooh. visual novel horror game. Okay. similar by the people that made the letter. Ah, um, yes. Very, very creepy. So and very, very good voice acting. Um, very good art. Uh, well, I played the demo. Absolutely loved the demo. So I'm in a position to beat myself to. A is that the same done it done in the same format, like a point and click sort of? Um, yes. Yeah. It's like yeah. A, yeah. It's, yeah. Um, it's, it's choose your own adventure kind of thing. Choose, yeah. Yeah. Uh, multiple decisions. You know, pathways, etc. And the other game, one demo, this is a demo, I'm looking forward to the game itself. I just want to shout out Tembris Somnia, uh, which is a very unique uh, style game, which is done in the retro side-scrolling adventure game, like sort of like Leisure Suit Larry of old, where it's like 8-bit style side-scrolling, but obviously a bit more modernized, a bit like um, 
Oh, what's that game we were talking about earlier? The train one. Um, station to station. Station to station. Station to station. So it's that sort of style graphics, um, sort of eight, sort of that sort of style. And um, the one thing that sets this game horror game apart is that it switches from that to live action in the cutscenes. Yes. And they look amazing yes. and terrifying. Yes. yes. Um, so if you haven't played it or seen it, check it out. It's free to download on Steam. It literally takes you 20 minutes to complete. And this, this game was shot right to the top of my wish list because I was so unnerved <laughs> by the live action. I literally like, I turned the game off. I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know? So, um, you know, I've never, I haven't been unnerved like that for a little while. Um, so I'm definitely, definitely going to be playing the crap out of that if it comes out for Halloween. It's supposed to be coming out soon. I'm hoping it's coming out by the end of the month. If not, just wish list it and recommend you check it out. Um, and uh, last but not least, uh, last epoch as and when. Yes, I can. I can stick it in. I am planning to day stream, and I am planning to bring back lots of evenings um, in the future. But uh, with, with Christmas coming up to Christmas period, uh, my streaming goes out the window. <laughs> so uh, I'll just stream as and when I can. So just keep an eye out for my my streams, and uh, yeah. I'll be playing a plethora of games as well as co-op with you guys. So. Um, Busy, busy, busy. Busy, busy, as yeah, as we all. As for yeah. myself, well, I mean, where to, I don't know where to where to actually start because it's like again, I've I've gone from doing loads of streams to nothing, and like I I will stream as and when I can, and obviously I've now sort of pretty much zoned in on just basically doing the ghost hunting games. That's now going to be a, a thing that I've. I said I would do it a long time ago. I said I'm pretty much given up on AAA games or the, the you know, the A tier games just because. I mean, I have just be- recently bought Borders Three, but it's basically I th- I'd separate that from the main main sort of like you know block of A A games because why not? <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll, I'll I'll continue to play that, and I'll continue to play anything that I already own that's a AAA game. But I will no longer go down the road of supporting AAA games. I, I, I personally will not do that. Whatever anyone, else. if anyone else says, "Look, uh, this is what I'm playing," hey, more power to you. But that's what I'm. I'm gonna stick to supporting indie games. Hopefully, ones that are now moving over to Unity because <laughs> uh, from from Unity to um, Unreal, <laughs> <laughs> because that's pretty much where we're where we're heading. Um, and obviously, yeah, I, I, I will continuously play the, like I said, the Phasmo um, as and when that comes out. Um, we are going as as of this record, live recording. We are going into we're in October now, so we're coming up to uh, Halloween. You know, we're in spoopy month. The yep. Phasmo will drop on console soon, so I'm hoping to actually get on that and meet some maybe meet some new players from the console world as well on the crossover um yeah yeah i will continue to play that as and when um again i want to um the game that kate mentioned as well uh is it um deceit deceit yeah um i'm gonna be tr- i'm gonna try that out as well and yeah just basically as and when for me streaming will be <laughs> um sporadic um at best but yeah um this is the occasional saturday i i was able to get off um i'm sure anyone who knows me um for IRL knows that i'm 
not in a position now um, in the job that I'm in because um, it's hospitality. So anyone who knows hospitality will know that weekends are very, very, very rare for me to get off. And it's usually you'll get a day off during the week, but that's basically it. And, <laughs> you know, if, if it's a Monday, then so be it. Great. And then obviously I'll carry on doing the Monday challenge, which is what I've been doing ever since it was a thing. Um, that's 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 on the phasma, of course. Um, yeah, but that yeah, just look out for me. You know, I'll be in Discord. The bits and pieces podcast Discord is obviously anyone who wants to find any of us because that's where we pretty much all hang out. Um, but yeah, um, any other games? No, I think station. I'll probably try and I'll get through station to station at some point as well. I I know it's not a it's not going to be a massive game, but that's going to be something I'll will finish off. Uh, anything else I'm playing? Yeah, Baldur's Gate three, obviously, as I said, and I think that's basically it uh, for me. It's like whatever comes up, I'll try it out. <laughs> if it's if it's anything new that comes out that is indie, I'm, I'm going to stick to the me indie games now from now on. That's pretty much how I will focus on. I will, I'm as Mass, huge supporter. I always have been a supporter of indie games, but I'm going to concentrate more so on that going forward. And yeah, that's it. That's me done. That's us done. Thank you very much to obviously our guest resident, um, whichever way it is, Mrs. Bingley. Kate, thank you very much for being here. Thank you. Um, the cat in the hat, um, Bacon Sani, thank you very much for being here. And of course, um, the Freedom Show. Thank you very much. Um, we look forward to trying and catching up to some of your, your streams uh, if I can. Um, and obviously playing with you in, in you know, in, the, in some of the games that we've mentioned as well. The millions of games that we have. Millions yeah. of games, yes. There's millions of games. Millions. No time to play them, but keep no, buying them exactly, anyway. Yeah, keep buying exactly, yeah. We've got an addiction to Steam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Steam loves me. I just keep frying them money. Um, yeah, and that's that's <laughs> going to be the end of the podcast. Thank you very much for everyone being here, and thanks very much for who, anyone who is watching live. If you're watching live, um, that's it from us. Until next time, thanks for watching, thanks for listening, and take care, everybody. Goodbye for now. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. 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 bye.